0: Takes. looks like my shit's going to be real fucking slow today because it's not responding at all.
1: Ooh. Well, there may not be a video version.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Ooh, it's a test. Ooh, test. Ooh.
2: Jesus, it hasn't popped up recording yet.
0: What nope. the fuck? It's the worst it's ever been. What is it's that good. Oh, there we hey! go. Dave just it's forgot so- to hit the button. <laughs> I hit the button, but I guess I didn't hit the button. You, right you, era- you erased the button. <laughs> I don't know. It's in his notes. I don't know what the fuck I did. All right, take it easy. Oreo's going crazy already. Okay. Oh,
2: he sees the shelves. He wants to leave the house.
0: (laughs) Good old scaredy cat himself. Hey,
1: your basement looks great, Dave. That looks great. I just wanted to say, how do you see the movies that are on the other side of the rack?
0: (laughs) Initially, I was going to do that. I was going to have one in the middle, but here was the deal. I was like, "It, it looks nice this way, but... You can only really see them on this side. The other side the way the lighting is, they're all dark. Uh, like the way it's hard to explain. I yeah, said, "You know I, what?"
1: I'm not just busting your balls, of course. Oh, I know, but listen, awesome. I
0: still take it seriously cuz I'm, <laughs> I'm all up on it. I'm real serious about it. It's like the like this Friday the 13th collection that I've started. Yeah, I it's saw. Actually, dude, it's so out of hand now. That at the end of the day, I'm going to have 50 things it's going to be an entire shelf just Friday the 13th I thought I was I, I ran out of room with everything so there was only so much Friday the 13th I could put in one room and I, and I had too many posters already so I was like well I want to make this room just Friday the 13th but since I'm running out of room with this and this and then I'm going to get the shelf in I only have so many movies Let's make this Friday the 13th 75%, 25% Halloween, the next best thing. Now what's going on is I'm getting so much Friday, just in the movies. A couple of posters have to stay. What's he doing? What cut out?
1: Oh. No. No, oh. it sounds like Dave Brady's
0: going, oh, and then like. And there, it was like...
2: Dust. there was dust on my mic, so I figured I'd clean it during the Friday talk.
0: Miss <laughs> fucking, you don't want to hear. Okay. No, I'm listening.
2: <laughs> I'm li- I love that you're collecting 87 copies of Friday. <laughs> So I, let's, like the, I like the Saw 4, Friday 4 cover.
0: Isn't that cool, that fucking Saw cover? Wow, it's 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 crazy. The, the corkscrew and the reflection in the blood. And it, So this is what's... At the end of the day, I'm going to have 50 different... The whole shelf is going to be different Friday the 13th iterations of, of DVD and a Blu-ray. I was trying to get... Believe it or not, VHS is the most expensive. So you know what? Oh, blows. I know. Uh, it's so fucking stupid. It really can't you? It,
2: I was Go gonna on. say, can't you buy some like just like retro-looking uh, VHS covers? There's got to be a place you could print like, them off, them yeah. And then you could, and then you could just like get like a styrofoam VHS and put it in there. Me, I, am just saying, if you had extra room, like you, could, you know, make because I mean, you're not gonna,
1: I or, would or don't put anything VHS in there. Anyway. Just put the, get the just cases. I'm sure you could get the cases, like the yeah. old school cases, and then just print off the sleeves.
3: Yeah, yeah, But like
2: in the, like the, in the video store, stuff. we used to put like a styrofoam thing in there. So it was <laughs> it was firm. So you wouldn't crush the box. Fat, but Either firm. Either
0: way, I don't need that it's because...
2: Like a chick I used to date.
0: <laughs> what do you say? Fat, but firm? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Miss Ballbricker. Um, what the hell? You should know that one. See, Miss Ballbricker. Oh, no, the porkies. Of course. Thank you. All right. Um, what was I going to tell you? Um... Where was I? Oh, I don't need the retro covers because the DVDs slash Blu-rays already have those retro covers. The only one which I do believe we're not going to be able to find anywhere, believe it or not, is that one that everybody kind of hates. But looking back on it, I kind of love it now. And it's the, the part five, but the, with the weird looking mask in the red. Apparently, like this one. You know, what is that? Oh, that, that hold on. That's like, like a NECA or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. A, a toy? That's, okay, I'll figure it right. out.
2: That's a NECA wafer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's just filled with styrofoam.
1: It's
2: filled with Eucharists.
3: <laughs> oh shit! I like
1: the snack but, on them.
2: We can't. <laughs> why were why, why are we supposed to get
0: Eucharist or something? We talked about it once before. Oh yeah, It's uh, stamped with our logo. <laughs> maybe, maybe that uh, head of I Christ. <laughs> but sure. I—that is the only one. See, that's the only one I can't find. That—that that new beginning. It seems like they've—they've they've wiped it out of existence. Like even in the new set, apparently. Apparently, in the new one that's coming out, you know, from Screen Factory, it's not going to be that. It's going to be, I think, the one that's to the right there with with the Tommy thing in it. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side, because they've announced reversible covers, which really got me excited. So they're going to have, you know how they do with Arrow and Screen sometimes? I I, I put the one thing up, but apparently, now I don't know if this is true, but apparently the thing that's going to be on the other side is that one poster art that just has the words. Yeah right. It just says if Jason still haunts you, that thing. Oh so. yeah,
1: yeah yeah. That was that was a poster,
0: bizarre poster. But
1: oh, cool. if Jason
2: still haunts you, you're already dead.
0: You're not. Yeah. To- <laughs> 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 but it oh. sucks because I like that thing now. It's it's just uh, you know what I mean. It's like retro. It's, it's cool. so bizarre I, that you gotta
1: have it. Yeah, it I'm is- shocked they gotta include that. If they're putting, if they're putting all the original ones, it would make more sense for them to have that and that. That's the two options. like hundred percent.
0: Reversal. reversing Reverses. But I, mm-hmm. I think that people hey, hey, don't like that. Don't like that new beginning one. Most people think it's a piece of shit. Does it doesn't make sense. Look at it. What's yeah, that mask? That's what it is. That's the whole, that's the, that's half the fun about it.
1: It's, it's ridiculous. Like what? Why? <laughs> Some stupid marketing <laughs> asshole. Uh, just throw this mask on. It's a hockey mask. No one's going to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a knockoff movie with a knockoff killer. Yeah. It's barely a Friday the Thirteenth. Directed by a porno director. This this piece of shit. Put anything on there. Put a fucking dog on there. For all I care. Yeah,
1: Gordon, you know? Gordon's the killer. In, in and my he'd new be a director's Much cut. more
2: efficient killer if he wore that mask. It looks plastic. It looks much lighter. It's got way more holes in it. Much more breathable. you would be able to hear. Like, why would he put
1: that stupid the stupid hood on? Like the the bald cab hood.
0: (laughs) You know why we've been through this? First of all, (laughs) Brandon only likes it because it looks like the fucking Alone in the Dark mask, and he blows Alone in the Dark. Number two, the reason he put the thing on the back of the bald skin head is because if you're going to put the mask on to begin with, the whole idea is if if somebody sees me or if somebody gets away, they're going to say, it's Jason. So everybody knows that Jason's bald.
1: Nobody gets away. He kills everybody that crosses his path. (laughs) And then some that don't cross his path. He goes, he finds new paths to try to find people to kill. (laughs) Like, there's nobody that sees this guy.
0: (laughs) I think he wants to be seen from afar so someone can say, a hockey mask and a bald head, it must be Jason Voorhees.
1: That would have actually been a good scene. Somebody actually witnesses him and goes to the police and say, I saw him, it's Jason Voorhees. Instead of that cop just pulling it out of thin air. I know who he is, Mayor. It's Jason Voorhees.
0: You're right. It's Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Freedom's in hell. I
3: love it.
0: Isn't that it? You
2: you talking to me, Christian? Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 This is why it's a good fit. Fuck the other guy coming on. I'm
0: just (laughs) joking. See what happens. If he ever comes Um, on. If he comes on, it'll be a nice surprise. And if not, well... We're still, hope you guys still like the show. If he
2: doesn't, it'll be a nice surprise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The listeners win. 50-50, the listeners win. So, you're talking to me,
0: Christian. And I had a nice old school intro, too. I was going to come in with it, but it was going to play into this person being here. I had an old school early episode intro for the show. I was going to come out, I was going to say, all right, all right, welcome to the Exploding Eds Horror Movie Podcast, episode number 121. I am Dave Z, and I am here with, first of all, the man who loves gifts almost as much as he hates pumpkins, Brandon. What's up, buddy? See so that was. And you're supposed to respond part. at that
1: point, Brandon.
2: Uh, what's
0: up? Okay, yeah, <laughs> play along, okay. And I am here with another guy who now is taking the nickname of one host, and it's now being placed on another host. I am here with the new jaded one. <laughs> <laughs> He's healthy, thank oh. God. But Christian, yeah, I feel much right. better. I'm
1: doing great, thank you. Oh, the jaded one. Why well, oh, you actually, hate every
0: fucking movie now? Totally I do.
1: Yeah.
2: This year, you've pretty much started hating every
0: fucking. Not, not no. only does he hate new movies, he hates old movies that we thought he was gonna like. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I you, examples.
3: I, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! whoa. I, I, agree with, I agree with him. I thought you liked some of these movies. Thank you. You're I do. Like, I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna have trouble talking about four of these movies, Christian. We're only doing three today. <laughs>
1: yeah. Listen, listen. I actually told you guys in chat. That my thoughts on this year have changed. 2020, because I had stockpiled. I saved a bunch of the, I think, heavy hitters to later. And then I got to them this week, since we recorded last. And I've liked every one of them, loved a couple of them. And one of the ones I watched tonight, I enjoyed for the most part. But there's such a stupid idea that they decide to wedge in there, which Dave says is the main point of the movie, that I'm like, well, if that's the main point of the movie, then I fucking hate the movie. And we'll, well get, we'll to,
0: get to that. He's already yeah. started. I'm talking about his past hate. He's already hating before we talk about hate.
2: He's talking about the hate to come. Yeah. He's jaded.
0: Yeah. Of course, through my veins. Holy fuck. Jaded like like freaking Jade of the Orient.
1: Is that oh. is that vein? When you know a man, there's like a vein that pops out of my head.
2: Oh, look. Is that Christian or is that Jade Pinkett Smith?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, waka waka waka
0: my gosh and it was a perfect ho- it was a perfect intro because of the third guy that was going to come in i was going to say something it, it, it really led into something so maybe next time point is the show has begun we are here and there's uh, no clue it, for
1: <laughs> getting a guest or not today
0: what do you say guest or not
1: yeah, gastronaut. We don't know if the if we're going to get a gastronaut.
3: gastronaut. Yeah. What the hell's a gastronaut? It's like know, when, when the gas, gas builds up know. in your stomach <laughs> and you
1: just like, and then you just
0: squeak out a fart. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you fart on the moon? you think anyone's ever farted on the moon?
2: That's so disrespectful to fart on the
0: moon. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why is that I'm so respectful? I, <laughs> I think, you just, up, I,
3: like, Jesus I think Christ, you just you hotbox your been, suit. There's
2: been what, like five people on the moon, four people on the moon? Three people on the moon? So You're all to Russian. Fart on it because it's I just, undiscovered. I feel any? like nobody. I feel like you shouldn't fart on the moon if you can help it. Russians don't <laughs> fart.
0: I want to be the first guy to fart on the moon. I, I, I how I jerk off on the moon if I could. That, that would, would
1: be I the mean? first thing. I step out and then whack it. Like that would have been the first thing I did. One could small step. To... One small step. Step aside, buddy. <laughs> and have the Playboy <laughs> just floating up in the air in front of me. It'd be awesome. Yeah. It's like it oh. float, float right into yes.
2: your
1: mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I cracked that. You jerk it's off the right suit. Out. You're like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Floating
3: down my
1: throat. You're, you're trying to dig de- de- out net. the cum. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not
3: gay. <laughs> I'm not gay.
1: <laughs> this joke's already happened on the show, so it's, it's a retro joke for the retro opening you gave us. <laughs> I don't know That's where true. that came up on the show previously, but it has come up on the show. And I'm
0: mm-hmm. going to believe you on that. <laughs> i do i do uh so so the moon you know i think they'd be great do it so fart on the moon uh shoot a load on the moon fuck on the moon if you can take you a would, shit on the moon things, these things have to i'm a big fan of doing things for the first like one year on on the um it so was a big
2: fan of doing things on the moon
0: well i'm not, not on the moon doing things first like it was a uh, uh, new year's eve when something happens at midnight oh
2: you were the first guy to have new year's eve i didn't know that <laughs>
0: I want to do shit at 12 o'clock in like, you know, oh, oh, seconds. Like I want to be the first to do it for that year. That's always been a thing. Like one year, my friend, he went into the bedroom and he fucked this girl. Right. So I said, well, he took that from me. I didn't move as fast as he did. So I'm going to go in the room next to him. I'm going to take the first shit of the year. And I did. You know, or
2: or you should have fucked him.
0: (laughs) I should have had a threesome. She would have let me and he wouldn't have given a fuck. Damn it. You're right. I should have just barged in.
2: Tug on my balls. Yeah. Tug on my balls.
0: Hey, it was the 90s. Was fucking <laughs> the shit like that went down. The
2: 90s. You know? the a, 90s. Lot of balls, a lot of balls. I think
1: balls the 90s, 90s was the It Follows the era where everybody was afraid to fuck. And it was like, oh, just disease. You fuck something, your dick explode. What movie?
0: Well, right, right. Wait, I mean, whose dick exploded? You
1: no, know, What did I steal that from? It's from well, a movie. It from slash... from,
0: I know who you stole that from. You stole it from fucking Eddie Murphy Raw.
1: Right, Eddie Murphy Delirious, No. What's next?
0: I oh, want to say Raw.
1: You stick your dick in, explode. <laughs> I think it's delirious because I've watched that way more than Raw. I've watched Raw a bunch, but delirious is my all-time favorite, so
2: it's got to it be delirious. It explodes when it's Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This conversation's making me delirious.
1: Delirious? <laughs> Where did we get? Why are we doing stuff on the moon? None of the movies relate to the moon tonight.
0: How did know. the moon come up? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I know. Because he said something, and I thought he said gastronaut. And then some, oh, gastronaut. Like, one thing led to the other. So I, I said, said we don't know if we're going to have a, a guest
1: gastronaut. or not. That's what I said. I don't know if we're going to have a guest or not.
0: <laughs> oh, guest or not. I was
2: close. What if Guess. we have a guest who's a guest or not? <laughs> I hope he comes out and just,
0: like, farts. If he does come out, we can call him a gastronaut. The listeners right. would appreciate it more. Yeah. What the fuck we're talking about. It'll be his new nickname, the, gast- <laughs> the Gastronaut. <laughs> That's awesome. great. Anyway. On his mind. He's
1: like watching Phantasm for the umpteenth time. He's like, you can't take it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. happy. Be happy. Let's talk about October. It's here. Aren't you guys happy? This, this is
1: great. Okay, I'm you know amazing. what? I usually don't get like, I, okay, it's October. I love Halloween. We all do. But I'm like, but this year has been great because... It's like almost atmospheric already outside. We've got the leaves on the ground, and I'm walking my son to school every day with my wife, and it's been great. We walk, and I'm like, I'm feeling very October. I'm very Halloween-y. There's a couple of pumpkins out, not like a whole you know, patio full of them, but there's a couple of pumpkins out here and there, and we're seeing them, and I'm feeling the vibe. I've already started watching horror movies. I don't usually schedule my watches. I don't do the 31 days. I just watch shit, but I've already started watching some, uh, some stuff. It's
0: great. It is great. It's so much fun. What's a man? Right it's the <laughs> pumpkins.
2: I, I I don't know. I don't get any more excited for for October than I do any other month.
1: Well, oh. usually I don't either. Usually I don't. This this month, for whatever reason, I, I'm saying it's in the air. I guess maybe because I'm stuck in the fucking house and we are working from home and everything you're else. COVID, so you're
2: it- COVID free. Yeah, no, yes. well, no,
1: we're not. Yeah, Oh, me, personally. Yo, personally, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't have COVID, but I'm not I'm not oh. sick.
2: Oh, no, you had it. Trust me, we, we saw you.
1: I did not have it.
2: We we almost put you on a ventilator during uh, Demons 2. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was weird, though. It was the, the weirdest sickness that I've had, which is why I was worried that it could have been something else. But I think it was just like a sinus. I want to say sinus thing, but it actually had nothing, no congestion. It was just a killer headache. And a sore throat. No cough, no fever, no
2: sinus. It's weird. Too much, too much dick sucking.
1: Yeah, that might be it.
2: Yeah, the sore throat. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was storing it up like a chipmunk in winter or like or whatever, like just for all high that,
2: All that baby batter on the brain. <laughs> wow.
0: I'm really excited. I'm yeah. really excited. I get excited every October. And I've been watching a horror movie a day since like, like I'm going to say, <laughs> since like, what'd you say?
1: Well, forever. I've, that's what we do,
0: isn't it? Well, nah, I wish that. Nah, nah. I, I'll tell you this though. I saw. I listened to the radio. I was on the way into work the other day. I listened to the morning zoo, if you will. And um, as I'm cruising, somebody's talking. These two. These two hosts are talking, and one of them says uh, a report just came out saying that the average American watched 20 movies over the summer. That that was their average, <laughs> and that apparently is high. So they're like wow. so they watch 20 movies over the summer and that's high as an average and I'm thinking are we really that far gone that yes. that everyone else in the world I didn't think I was really that bad you know what I mean
3: dude but I'm I, telling
2: you I wouldn't surprise me if some people watch maybe 20 movies a year
0: Wow no. I know people then, who just do <laughs> hardly watch TV I don't watch TV but I watch movies but well no, they-
2: I mean hardly have the TV even on. Or or they're, it's
1: sports only, and that that's all they they, they care about. Yeah. And they're they're they're. I mean, I know you like uh, football, Dave, and I know some okay. of the other listeners yeah. do too. But there's some people so ingrained in every sport or a particular sport that that's all they care about, and a movie's okay. like frivolous to them. They have no time for it. Whereas I'm like my my new thing now is like movies, and then basketball. I mean, I'm watching, like, I even watched the Lakers game the other night. Even though like I could care, I I'm happy if if it's Miami or Lakers at this point. But that's it. That's Spot like my one sport. I don't watch. I don't watch. Uh, I really don't watch hockey. I watch football if I, I go to a buddy's place or we go out to a bar and watch the Super Bowl. That's it. Or the Hyper
0: Bowl. Really, a Canadian. It- <laughs> A Canadian that doesn't watch hockey on the regular—I'm shocked.
1: I'm sure every time I bring up that I'm like, oh, "Have you watched the basketball thing? Most Can- like, there's a few like Heather will say, "Yeah, I watch it," but the most of the people at work they're like, "Yeah, no." Did you see the hockey game? I'm like, "Well, hockey's over, fuckface." But no, usually nine out of ten times I didn't watch the hockey game. I'm very yeah, much a part. You know, time. you know, like I find it's very funny, like. Sports are very much like guys are like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like to rank what I think would be if I, like, let's say that I'm a gay man. What would, how I would, how would I rank the gayness of every sport? And hockey's up there.
2: How many dicks you suck while watching a game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how you rank the that,
1: gayness. That is officially how, 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 how Vince would rank it because he says that you can't say anything's gay unless there's. Ass fucking and dick sucking between, you know, a man, two men, or uh, I guess, well, without the dick, uh, two women. And that's gay. And I, of course, of course, I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, sports, it's so funny because you watch it, guys, and how they get into it and whatever. And football's up there, of course, and hockey's up there. Hockey's figure skating with a bunch of, uh, with a couple of sticks and a puck. It's actually gayer than figure skating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gayer than figure
3: skating.
0: Wow. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's. I. I like the sports. Believe me, I do. I like hockey. I like, but the thing is, I just don't have enough time. I just, in a way, I feel like I've outgrown it. And I know that sounds weird because a lot of grown men still live and die around it. And they've lived and died around it since they've been teenagers. And I used to be heavy into it when I was a teen, but I, but not heavy that it was going to overtake my movie watching. You know, I wasn't the guy that's watching the Sabres every fucking night like my friends were. I, there's too many games. Football, yes. Every football Sunday, that's different. There's only 20 football Sundays a year. Fine. But aside from that, everything else, I just followed or collected the cards. So I was aware sometimes I would play fantasy sports besides football, just, just to be, have a, a foot in, in the sport more and I could talk to my friends more. But I always had friends that also wanted to watch horror movies with me. So I would get like people to watch and I it. and I would, and now yeah. it's the same thing. And it's like, like sports to me, I don't care so much about the competition of things anymore. I, I think that most of it's a work. Uh, in every sport I think things are more fixed and more rigged now than ever and you're not going to change my mind and I'm not going to even have that discussion but that's just my feel and I whatever, I'm not going to get into it but I just can't believe that me I wanted to average five movies a week I wanted to average five yeah, movies we got week off a week That was my goal coming in don't a think movie that's,
1: a day. that's not even a movie a day that's almost no. a movie a day
0: correct it's not even a movie a day
1: it's five day movies off. out of seven days <laughs>
0: It's two go. days off. It's two days off. So and People think I'm crazy the, like, that I work with. And I then I see these guys watching this many movies. And it's nuts to think that they were surprised that people watched 20 movies over the summer. I'm like, wow. so that means everybody that I basically correspond with every day outside of my brother and, and, and outside of my family, my immediate family, everybody I talk to uh, on the regular, we're all that fucking far gone that we're watching that many movies.
3: Yes,
2: and uh, I don't absolutely. think I'm that bad. So you know what listen- I mean?
0: Five a week doesn't sound bad to you, does it be?
2: No, not at all. But I remember like watching TV shows and them interviewing like contestants on game shows. And the guy was like, I'm a huge movie buff. I watch about 100 movies a year. And they were like, what? 100 movies a year? That's like one every three days. I wasn't even going to watch that many movies this year. Granted, COVID happened and, you know, sure. stuck in the house. I'm at 421 movies watched already this year yeah after well, after, I, after 1200 last year i, I think I'm,
1: I'm at 385 which is my which since i've been keeping track lot. my record and that's and but that doesn't include of course like you brain it does include rewatches. like i watched the sauce series almost three times over yeah this, this year and you know what i mean and then a oh. few other ones that we said doubled up that is that doesn't even include rewatches. uh i watched three movies last night
3: wow just last mean. night
0: yeah, yeah. Nice. I wish I had the time. I come home from work. I get on a treadmill for an hour. By this time, I'm lucky to have to watch spend a little family. You're time. Dave. Lucky's the cat. Yeah, this is true. All right. <laughs> and I can I can for watch for one movie Dave. night, for one tisserie movie. Tisserie. <laughs> How come if every lucky, time I he says the treadmill, I
2: get... and you're not lucky, you're Dave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm lucky, fortunate, if I'm fortunate, I get to watch. <laughs> I get to squeeze a movie in. If I'm
2: Oreo, I get to watch a movie.
0: Any cookies? Oh, yeah, I don't even so- care now, if, especially if it's an
1: older one. Because for new, you got to watch it, you got to try to watch it in one sitting. You just try to give it a fair chance, dude. It, but you're it's an absolutely old one.
2: right. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt you. Look no, the, the stopping. I, I watched it, I guess it's counting as a 2020. It just premiered on Shudder, it says it was made in 2017. This new movie, Rabbit, that just premiered on Shudder, so I watched it the other day. I got halfway through, and I was just tired, so I turned it off. I put it back on yesterday, and I don't know if it was just – I don't know what it was, but I just could not get back into it. And I really enjoyed the first half.
1: That's – and you, second, that's, yeah, you got to watch the new ones, I think.
2: Oh, uh, it was ridiculous. It was awful.
1: Like the old ones, I went back – like, that's – because you're saying, how did I do it? Well, I still had to do a couple of pickups because the kids are still dancing and, and at the studio or whatever. So last like, there's interruptions. I'd watch, you know, an hour, have to go do a trip. Then I I finished that one, started another one, went, picked them up again, that one ended, and then uh, the kids went to bed, whatever it may be, and I finished off the last movie, done. So I used the time that they weren't at home, so I didn't feel like I was being, like, you know, antisocial or not a good parent, and just used the time that they were actually doing extracurricular activities to watch movies at home. And with technology nowadays, which is fan-freaking-tastic, you can actually bring the iPad with you, and I can park in the parking lot waiting for them and watch a movie for half an hour sometimes, depending on if they get out late or not. So. A porn? Uh, in the parking lot, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that glow in your my face, especially is like outside
2: yeah. a kid's dance studio. Yeah, it's perfect. that's my favorite place to watch
1: porn. <laughs> and then you just try to rapidly hit the stop button when like people parents try to come up to talk to you. It doesn't look like you're like guilty at all when you're doing that. <laughs> what, it's
0: coming through you the speakers. Do what I have. You gotta get this thing on the phone. It darkens it all out so nobody can see what you're doing unless you're like right on top of it. So anyone to either side of you, they can't see it. It's called privacy filter, and my wife got it. And I said that's a great idea. So when we upgraded phones, we got it. And it's—I don't know anyone else that has it. It's not really expensive or anything, but it's perfect for an iPhone. You're right there; you put it on, nobody can see what the fuck I'm looking at. It's—it's—it's it's, it's awesome. Not that I'm. I watching got one phone. too.
1: That's—that's that's how mine looks.
0: Nobody can see it. Not can even You see me. it? Yeah. No. That's because it's off. A- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking asshole.
0: <sighs> <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> October <laughs> is here I'm gonna be happy like I said I was saying earlier I've been watching a horror movie a day for all of October since like 2002 right I've always done it and what I used to do was that fucking asshole too actually he's not an asshole Davy, what's his name again Petey Davy Z. Uh, <laughs> Z Davey that's the guest speaker
2: yeah this is our guest guest speaker
1: (laughs) that's even more insightful than what the other one would have said
0: (laughs) nice So uh, this is what I've noticed this year. It's so great that it's October and every post I'm seeing is somebody want, doing a uh, 31 days of horror and putting that. Now I venture to say, not even when I first started doing Facebook. Let's say I'll go back eight, nine, ten years. I used to do a thing every day and it was I called it the horrorathon, which of course I took from Halloween three and go, this is day one of, of my Halloween horrorathon, And I would put it up and everybody would respond. And back then nobody was talking about doing it online. I would say maybe four years ago, everybody started really getting into the 31 Days of Horror. I've been doing it since 02, but here's the difference. Back when I used to do it, what I would do was I would take like a bunch of movies and I would write them on a piece of paper and put them in a hat and I would draw each day whatever came up I would watch. Then I started doing the stuff that a lot of people do now. They have a certain, okay, day one's got to be a movie about, um, you know, uh, a, a, a rabbi. Tomorrow's movie has to be about a, a goblin. The next, you know, everybody's got real specific. It's got to be about this, this, and this. Yeah, why is a now,
2: rabbi associated with horror? And Why is he immediately <laughs> followed by a goblin?
0: I don't know. It's the two randomest things I can think of. You is know? he a cheddar <laughs> goblin? Oh, fuck that cheddar goblin. <laughs> yeah, cheddar goblin. That's the funniest part. I love that movie. But I hate the cheddar goblin. And everyone that usually loves the movie loves the... guy. Go- I don't hate the goblin. You, know who, else the it?
2: you know who else hates the cheddar goblin?
1: Ooh! <laughs> I hope he chimes that all show, Davey.
0: He might. He might. <laughs> That's okay, let him. I'm okay with him. But everybody's doing the 31 Rated. days, and it's cool, and everyone's doing different things. This year, you know what I'm doing? In the last couple of years, it's whatever mood strikes me. I go up. I look. I see what's there. I ha- I have ones that I know I'm going to have on certain days. Mm-hmm. Right about now, it's not even what mood strikes the me. The Funk's your
1: brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Funk's your brother. Yes. <laughs> now it's podcast movies. Day one, fucking Oculus. Day Oculus. two, the Mike, Merriman
2: story. <laughs> Oculus,
0: Mike Merriman story. Oculus, Mike Merriman.
2: You said the po- you said it's podcast movies.
0: Oh. Oh 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 fuck it okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I still don't get it, but I'll
1: just smile and like nod so they I don't feel like left out. It's Canadian
0: fair. doesn't get it. <laughs> no.
2: The air must be real thin up there today.
0: <laughs> but I'm real happy. Everyone's doing 31 days now. It's really cool. A couple years ago, I, I think I hit like 68 movies. There was no goal. It's was like I'm just gonna hammer them home. And I do, and it's fun that everybody's doing it now. Only thing is because everybody does it now. I'm excited to see it. It makes me happy, but I'm more reluctant to talk about mine. I don't know what that says about me. I've always been that way. You're an I'm asshole, happy. but
1: we all know that about you and we love you for it.
0: You think it's, do you think it's an asshole? or <laughs> no. What do you think it is? No. It, like it, when it, things it, be too popular, I'm not yeah, into as much anymore.
1: And yeah, and, and we're all slightly, we all slightly fall victim. I try not to. I, try, I, know, not to, I but, try not to, but that, but that's it too. Like, I mean, that's the same way. Like if there's a beloved movie that I've watched that I loved when I was a kid and someone is just shitting on it. I don't really feel, I don't have the energy to start defending it. But I just yes. get annoyed by seeing the post. So I just ignore it. And I think that that's it. And then I. Who's,
2: sh- I, who's shitting on a movie you love? Do you even love a movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it's Canadian, he loves it. That's it. <laughs> Which nice. I never understood that. I I have no people are real big about hometown horror. I've noticed. I know this from listening to podcasts. Like if if this guy's from Detroit or something, he loves fucking Evil Dead. If this guy's from here, they love. I never got that. Like I'm from Buffalo, and I think like the what there was a couple movies just because they were made in Buffalo. I don't give a fucking t- It's a great movie or it's not. Like if Friday the Thirteenth was from in Buffalo, I mean, is it possible for me to love it more? I don't know, but I mean, they would even have it more pedestals. But I'm just saying. Like oh, you'd burning. go
1: crazy about that if that was the case. If there was a buffalo. Friday, film, I
0: already love yeah. it. That's different. Yeah. But like the burning. I, I, I found out years later that the burning was filled in Buffalo. I'm out waving North the flag. Tor- no, slasher. Right. <laughs> Specifically, NT, where I'm from. I know. So that's crazier. T- but I'm out waving the flag. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's the best non-franchise slasher ever. <laughs> of course not. It's it, It's simply not. <laughs> So I never understood that hometown thing when it comes to movies. Well, but who are maybe... you going as
2: for Halloween this year, Cropsy?
0: I
1: think we just... <laughs> he is. Yeah. He just doesn't understand why.
2: He's watching The Burning every day for each of the 30- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> What I'm hearing more, it's just like, hey, that was filmed right around us. I know that this year, for whatever reason, there has been a chunk of, of films filmed in the Burlington-Hamilton region that have, have popped up, and that's cool. It doesn't mean the movie's escalated. It's just more of a cool factor involved. I think you're staying it, taking it one step further, that you're hearing people say they've got to love it because of that factor. And so I, doesn't it
0: seem that way when you hear people talk? And in that's what I In certain
1: cases, but I don't listen to a lot of podcasts anymore.
2: I skip all films filmed in Burlington. I don't understand the appeal of filming in a coat factory. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> to
0: me. <laughs> and you know, I thought that Burlington Coat Factory was only a local place for, until I was like in my 20s. No, they're, uh, maybe, more, they're more
2: than just coats.
0: Because of this place, <laughs> I know that. But because of Burlington, Ontario, so I thought it was something that was started there, and we had them in Buffalo because it's a spinoff, like Tim Hortons. How that began, you know what I mean? So I thought. I don't even know, know what you're I, talking
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Burlington coat of, chain. You never heard of Burlington Coat Factory? You no. fucking serious? The I'm guy from serious.
0: Burlington doesn't even know this exists.
2: No. Burling- Burlington uh-huh. Coat Factory. We're more. Than great coats. Is that what they say? More no. than great coats. I, I, no,
1: I, I've heard of the old hide house. It's worth the drive to Acton. It's worth that's it's for worth the Canadian drive listeners. For
0: Acton. What'd you say? It's worth the drive it's, for
1: Acton. It's worth the drive to Acton, and that's just for the Canadian listeners.
0: Do you think that? Do you think they should
2: do an updated version of Videodrome where they stick a four K inside James Woods?
1: <laughs> There's no physical media. We told you it's going to be called Digital Drum. We
2: went
3: through this.
0: Oh shit. It's crazy, though. What does that... I'm trying to figure out what that is, though. Like, with me, and I always love something. And it, it isn't that I, I love it. When, like, I, I love Friday. It didn't change that I noticed that everybody else loved Friday the thirteen too. I still love it just as much. But it's like, when something that I think I'm the only person that's into is doing it, and then all of a sudden, it gets more momentum, and then I'm just, like, not as passionate about it anymore, I guess, is, the, is what it is. I don't know what that is and why I feel that way. But at, But in this case, I'm very happy because I know that it's all Halloween and everyone's happy. So that's awesome. I just don't care as much about my 31 days now because everyone's doing it. I almost feel like, well, it was almost like I'd be jumping on with everybody else when I've been doing it forever. So I don't, I don't want to come off like a, like a, like jerky. Cause I I seriously don't feel, I'm like,
4: I know I don't want
0: it to be that way. You know what I mean? But I have to be, I'm always honest with my feelings. Like everything that I like, you know, like the Christmas story, like, christmas story i was always into i think i told you guys a story before for the first couple of years it came on hbo nobody knew what the fuck it was and me and my family were quoting it for like two three years the first couple years it was on cable and then a few years after that they started playing it a little bit on tnt and then it, it, it just got more and more steam to the point that it's now or it's 24 7 and now that everybody is into the christmas story and quotes it and this and that it's like it's not as special anymore because it was like this was something that I was into, just yeah. me or, or and small. And now everybody's into it. It's like you know what? It doesn't seem as special anymore. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, there's
2: no other it. way. Or, or, I or get it.
0: I, I get it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I am I am thrilled. I'm thrilled it's fucking October. It's great. Everybody's posted. Uh, aside from two shitballs that tried to fuck, they tried to ruin my fucking shit yesterday online, which again, respond once at the most and then don't go back to them again because it's not worth it. I've, I've I I've missed
1: time. this. Good. Enlighten us. What happened?
0: On our page? No, nothing to do it with our page. It has to do with Skeleton Crew. Yeah. Those
2: skeleton. gnarly bones.
0: Skeleton Crew, they put out a surprise show yesterday. There are going to be a total of eight episodes throughout October and then it's over half of the shows were already recorded with uh with one host and then he's not on the show and then so other people are on other shows but the thing is this this is the last time the skeleton crew is going to be around it's going to be overnight there was, it was like a you know a farewell tour it's for fun it's October why not do fun shit for the listeners so eight shows are going to come out this month and it looks or, or not, so a show was posted about skeleton crew putting out a show and one of the former hosts came on and and trashed the idea and said this and that. And there's so much stuff that goes on that's been going on for two months. that's never gone public. Everyone else took the high road, but Alex retired for a reason. Uh, You could kind of hear me allude to it on the show when he was here. I'm like, he goes, no, I'm not going to say anything about that. I said, I go, just making sure. I said, this is a safe place. But anyway.
2: Look, we all know Jamie could be a pain
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) But anyway, it's not my place to say because I am not a skeleton crew host, at least not now. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not my place to say any of that stuff, but something happened, something was said, and it was like, come on, man, give it a rest. And the worst part is the person made a post and said all this negative shit, and then said, happy Halloween. I'm like, really? (laughs) What the fuck? Why do you want to fuck with somebody's October? Just go with the flow, man. Let people have fun they want to have fun. No one's ruining my October, damn it. I mean, this year has sucked so bad. I mean, shit. Let October at least be good. It's it's really sad that Halloween was going to be the best one ever, and now it's not. But, hey, what are you going to do? we got to make the most of it. You know? Thank, just let this damn... I'm so glad the election is early this year. It's like a couple of days after Halloween, and then everything's in the past. Fuck that shit.
1: Well, you're your hope.
0: Well, they're never going to stop crying. Whoever loses, the other side's just going to cry harder. for the One, one way years. or the other. That's exactly. Really all it is. That's all it is. It, it, you have this group of people crying, and this group of people crying... Which one's gonna cry? Well, the losers are gonna cry harder because that's what they do. Oh well,
1: all the time. But what?
0: sorry, but. they cry
1: harder. That's what, what do I have to say here, Brandon? Do
0: do? Grown men and women, griping and crying and bitching and moaning. Just enough of it. Just fucking celebrate your life <laughs> and enjoy your life. Just like every hockey fan out there when their team loses.
2: Cry, little sister. Hockey's not a sport.
1: <laughs> it it's, is. It's just the gayest. It's sport. a dance with a puck. <laughs> <laughs> and I. And it, there's no way there's. See, the problem with this is, the, I probably can only get away with those comments if I was actually gay. So I probably offended some people out there. So I apologize. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that, like, I, I I take it from a satirical standpoint, and you can either buy into that because you've known me for this long, or you can hate me for
2: for my, my comments. But the reality is.
0: Anus is flaring
2: up with anger. Well, it should, and it's, <laughs> and it's Dave. time. Dave has- David, are
0: you all right there? I'm. I'm thinking about how to address what he was saying because I know there are gay listeners, and and, and But the thing is, they also. I don't think know they'd
1: us. be. And, and again, right. I. If Vince was sitting beside me, this is the relationship we've got. I don't. I don't like. Right. I'm. I, I, am I a homophobe? Absolutely not. Of course not. Absolutely, not never Vince, happened. Get
2: the fuck away from me! Stop yeah. sitting beside me. Here he is, right now. <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding.
1: laughs> But the reality. <laughs> Suck at my crumb. That's a Borat reference because Borat 2 is coming soon. And, and that looks fucking beautiful. I can't wait to watch that. Borat 2 or Borat subsequent film or whatever it's called coming October 23rd. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Halloween or not,
1: it- I'm watching it. Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah. 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 See, I love that more things are coming home. Just like this craft movies coming home instead of making us fucking sweat it out. You know? Movie or the, show? Uh, is it a remake
1: or is it a show? I thought The Craft
0: was a show. No, no, it's another movie. Oh. Pass. I heard. I, no, hold on now. I heard. Speaking of that, son of a bitch. I'm so glad you said that because this will be the last thing I get into and I have to say it. I talked to Glenn Wolf. oh You know, we talked about it. Yeah. Now, you, you put out a challenge and um, Glenn Wolf says to me that, you know, he listened and this is his response. Okay. Tell Christian, I'll take him up on the offer. And the movie I want him to watch is Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College.
1: <laughs> I make a joke about that all the fucking time. About <laughs> ghoulies that haven't gone to college. So now it's my funeral. Okay, Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College for next show.
0: No, he's only kidding. No, it's okay. He was just busting your No, balls. I'm doing it. Do it. Why not? Why not? You're watching a movie a day, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or three, Goody's three. Goody's go to college. It's on the fucking list.
0: And here's one more thing. We've talked about online things and posts that are stupid and that have no right and uh, and you know just for fun. We talked about whelp and everything else and all this shit and how I don't like the unpopular opinion post and then and the negative post. What's the worst horror movie you see? Here's wrong my answers only. Thing. What do you say, Gary Coleman? Right, yeah, Gary. Cole. What you talking about, Dave? Uh, <laughs> wrong answers only. <laughs> wrong answers only such dick, right? Um. <laughs> But here's the one. Here's the one that I've noticed lately, and it's it's really ridiculous. I'll give you an example. Maniac is the best slasher movie of all time. Change my mind. Oh,
1: I that's been going on for the last year, and they'll have like that meme. I, well, I don't, meme. See, I don't see. <sighs> the meme with right? the guy sitting at the bench or the table, and then and they they and then they pop in whatever they want to argue in, in, the, in the in the spot on the on his paper that's hanging off the table. Tries my fucking Batsy.
2: Batsy. Episode 121 is going nowhere. Change my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 it's like, why do I want to change yeah. your mind? The meme doesn't bother me so much. It's kind of nope. it's kind of cute. That's, but... that's, just go, <laughs> nope, nope and then nope. delete well, him I as a friend. But I'm not that type of person. Because you know it's a I guy guess.
1: that's put that post on. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm going crazy. I am filled <laughs> with rage. See, I'm more machine now than man. It's like i have turned it into the <laughs> Vader. The
0: oh shit! But <laughs> the, uh, seriously, why, why do I want to change your mind? What the fuck do I care? You think yeah. maniacs the greatest? I I'll salute. So be it. I salute. <laughs> you, know you should
1: just have a meme of you holding a glass of wine, going "I salute." <laughs> <laughs>
0: What the fuck? You? If you think it is, who am I to come on there and shit? It's like it's bad enough that people shit on everybody's opinions as it is. Now you want to come out there and you want someone to shit on your opinion? You're asking yeah. for fucking someone to say your opinion's wrong.
1: Pay what attention to me, please. please? <laughs> What's that? It's a pay attention to me. Please. Just put a post. Pay attention to me, please.
0: <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> that's
1: fucking great. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Most that's what we jokingly say. Social media is that look at me, look at me, look at me. I We try not to be. Like, I'm trying to be on this just to do the podcast or to say I'm looking forward to a movie, and that's what I, I try to do, yeah. you know? But then I'll post a, a stupid picture of me in a fedora, and then I have to get Mike Merriam uh, talking about how many fucking hats <laughs> I have in my closet. Mike who? Or QB. Whatever his fucking uh, name is.
0: I, <laughs> I was waiting for you. Merriam? <laughs> Mike Merriam. Miriam Webb, Miriam Crane. Oh, no, that's Miriam Miriam Webster. Merriam Webster. <laughs> Eric, what was your sister? Can you,
2: can you define Mike
0: Miriam? <laughs> Mike Miriam.
1: <laughs> Miriam. Whatever the fuck.
0: Who gives a fuck?
2: Fresh I like Dave. Like Dave's making football references. QB. <laughs> <laughs> Hello,
0: I'm Mike Miriam. I'm the host of Fresh Cunts. Change my mind.
1: Yeah, I'm I get it. I Those drive me nuts, too. Like
2: what? Why? What is the point? Yeah, wrong answers only drives me nuts, especially when I don't know what the movie is. <laughs> Usually they're obvious, and it's just for like a laugh or a giggle. But sometimes uh, somebody will post a movie. I'm like, what's this from? And it's all wrong answers. I'm like, what the fuck is this one? Seriously. Yeah, I want the right answer. Well, yeah, somebody give it. me the right fucking
0: answer? You know that's what? what? I'm saying.
2: Anytime we see a wrong answer only post now, we should just put the right answer first.
0: Oh, you... That's how to fight it. You're right.
2: That's how to fight Put the right answer and then put change my mind. <laughs> the <right>
4: answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then put a whelp in there. Whelp.
0: Well, last she... house on the left. Change my mind. <laughs> you, know,
2: you know which ones I actually find
1: fun? I don't know, maybe because there's a little bit more to them. Uh, Brian, okay. Brian does it on ABC's uh, on on their page. They, he'll say describe this movie without giving away the title or something oh, to that effect. Yeah. That I like. It's like a game, and that and that is fun, fun. because I it's not it. like it's not some asshole. change changed my mind, or like you said, who or, or
2: replace a word with fuck. Yeah. Fuck on Elm Street. Fuck not a word. Asshole. <laughs> fuck
1: on Elm Street. That one. Those ones suck too yeah i love how we put ourselves like we're on pedestals right now like we're like just looking down at the fucking masses going you all fucking suck
0: because we can do that because we we have a small audience and and they they like us and if they didn't like us they would stop being patreons you know what i
1: mean delete 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 we love you all long time
0: we do love them all i mean it's and and they know who we are as people and hosts and everything else. I was like, we, that's that's what's great about this whole scene. We don't have to worry about that shit anymore, you know. We just and a lot of times when we go on these discussions, people will comment. I agree hundred percent with what they said here. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. all in good. And fun. if
1: you don't agree, let us know. I mean, you don't have yeah. to agree with everything. Obviously, that makes it boring. But it's Chris just A.K.
0: Like- Chris <laughs>
2: A.K.A. Scott is gonna post in the, in the in the group page. I'm withdrawing my Patreon pledge. Change my mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a Marco. That that would be a Marco comment, I think. Yeah. Oh. Change my mind. Oh, well, are we getting but, into this thing? I feel like yeah, we've but, given this other guy enough time to not show up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Alright, are we starting with Oculus? Let's do it. All right, Oculus from 2013, written and directed by Mike Flanagan.
0: Mike Miriam. Oh, sorry.
2: Mike Mike Miriam Webster? (laughs) (laughs) Christian. Gold, gold. A woman tries to exonerate her brother who was convicted of murder by proving that the crime was committed by a supernatural phenomenon.
0: And speaking of Miriam Webster, this movie was given to us by Eric Webster. Not his sister, huh. but Eric. Eric, yes. Thar, so, she
2: blows. <laughs> not his sister.
0: <laughs> Miriam. I want I to know if he has a Miriam in his family. Eric, by any chance, do you have a Miriam in your family? Probably not. Maybe his great-grandmother or something.
1: I watched this way back when, and I wasn't blown away. Wasn't that big of a fan. I remember then we started the show after this came out, right? Because this came out in 14?
2: 13.
1: 13? 14.
2: Yeah, it probably came out in 14. It was so, but,
1: and then so, Dave, I think on the year before, you said it was on your top 10 list.
0: Yeah, it was. I think it was like number eight or something like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: I've not gone back to revisit it, to be honest, until. <laughs> Does this that mean week. you're not going to be contributing? This oh, week. You watched no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I never went back. <laughs> Fuck you, Eric and you guys take it from here <laughs> no the uh so i went back and i went in open-minded i said look dave had this on his list i remember brandon i think said he liked it too i was in the minority but this is it i'm very and i i've said this before i'm hot and cold on flanagan i i, I, went, I was putting this in the and i I sometimes i think he's great and then sometimes it, i just find these characters are bland i don't care i just don't care So I like the idea of what they're trying to do here. He's got a good premise. There's there's some good stuff here, but I just don't really care.
2: I'm not saying this is his strongest film, but I still think that he's got a perfect batting average for me, a 7 for 7.
0: Me too. And
2: I just feel like he has a real talent for story.
1: And I'll give you that because the story—that's the bet—that is the yeah, good part of it. it the yeah. idea and the story and the back and forth is what keeps it entertaining. I just—I don't know if it's miscasting, or I don't know if it's just that like I needed something more to make me care about these people who are watching on the screen. So there's an aspect of the story there that's missing, or that was maybe taken out of the movie.
2: It, I don't it's mean weird because I like it. these characters, but I understand what he's saying because this has a typical ending that I generally Ooh. wouldn't love. Because okay. You know, I don't like downbeat endings. I'm more of a let's have a happy ending. But I really actually enjoy this ending. And I don't know if it's that's, that's because I don't care about these characters or it's just or it's just well constructed within the story, which I tend to lean towards the latter. But I understand where Christian's coming from. Maybe, you know, I, I mean, there's not enough time. We get right into it. So we don't really we don't really get the, the full effect of these characters really until very late. You know the flashbacks get a little crazy in that third act, which little issue with, but uh, but you know the, it really doesn't come together until the end, and that's why I think it has more of a emotional impact at the end. I
0: understand the notion. I understand the notion of not liking characters and not you know caring about what happens to them, but and I don't understand in a movie like this uh, that 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 sentiment just because you see the, the, the trauma that they go through as children and you see the the result as them as adults. So I can't knock what you're saying. It's your opinion. You, you you just didn't get the feel. I just find it strange that this would be the movie that you would say that about. Because to me, I do care about the characters because I I, I think it the way it's constructed, I don't know, you're supposed to care about it. For me, it worked. Well, I don't think, I, I it's, think just it's the it's greatest. For a lot of
3: people. But...
2: Well, the... I think it works by the end because it builds to that. You know, the flashback's, come slow and steady throughout that we're still getting a lot of stuff even in the third act so that when it all comes together and the truth is you know finally revealed and all that even though you know we're we're led to believe that these are honest people they're not crazy even though they kind of plant that suspicion early in the film it, it might be a little too late if you're not that into it and I think where
1: he gets points is the fact that he is trying to do original stuff and, and at least try not to just give us the same old story. So I, I respect that. I, I do like that. Uh And I can't knock that because that's what we want. And so it's funny because I've, I'm very much in the minority when it comes to Flanagan. I think uh, all horror fans seem to think he is like the next best thing, if not the best thing we've got right now. And I don't. I'm not quite there yet but uh, again like you've said seven for seven I'm not really I can't agree with that but I'm just saying that for this particular film something I guess is missing I think maybe because we introduced him as adults maybe I needed it more linear at the beginning and have him have it build up and have maybe some of the story told more as children Uh, yeah
2: and yeah, then... well, that's the thing. It's 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 like I said. It's told so back and forth with the flashbacks, flash forward that you're not getting all the pieces until pretty late in the film. So if you're not, it's not getting you into it very early, then you're not gonna uh, you're gonna kind of be a little checked out by the end. And
1: for a big a big thing about remember our promise remember our promise like it's really just thrown in there he's being driven away there's a lot of commotion he's in this police car it's just like remember what i promise like are, are we promise or not to say anything or we'll figure this out or whatever she's yelling at as he's being pulled away in a police car and he's like remember what bitch i'm being i'm being taken away and thrown into the the can for like uh, ten well, years. Well, no,
2: but but she said it inside the house,
1: <laughs> right? So well, she okay. That's, she said, they take away everything I just said in the last. Yeah, she said inside <laughs> the house
2: when we're when we're older, we'll come back and destroy this evil. And that's what's great because early on in the film, his doctor, right when he's about to get re- released, says, "You know, your sister has been on her own dealing with this trauma. Protect your recovery." Kind of gives him a warning. Gives Tim a warning. Okay, to sort of. You know, reconnect with your sister, but be careful. Protect your recovery. And immediately he falls into her. Okay, I got the mirror. I got the laser glass. We got a few days to destroy it. Let's do it.
1: What I do like is that she seems to be the one that should have been in the asylum. He seems to be the... <laughs> maybe Whether or not the asylum worked for him, I know why he was there. I mean, because obviously he was... They... they, they Thought he was he the shot, one that committed shot, the crime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, uh, there's there's a valid reason, but I'm just saying, she's gone crazy. <laughs> but you don't see that extent of crazy until uh things start happening that prove that she isn't insane.
2: Yeah, it's so weird. They they really don't give you much in terms of making you think she's crazy. There's only one scene in the movie where she has that Boston terrier that she's using as bait, and she calls it Mason which is the dog uh, from from the kid. But that was just sort of... Uh,
0: flashback, it, just... it makes sense. They flashback the whole movie.
2: Yeah, and then she's screaming at the dog, Mason. So it was already the house messing with her. They don't really give you any idea that it's that she's nuts or any of this isn't real.
0: No, but what they do, what they do well, and that's why I care about the characters, is because you see Tim coming out... Coming from being, you know, having to deal with doctors all this time and him giving the clean bill of a, a health, if you will, coming out and he's trying to be rational, saying, hey, listen, sis, uh, what are you doing here? I spent all this time in there uh, and, and, and I've got I've been convinced that everything that happened was this and this. And I'm going to give you I'm going to spit at you all my freaking terms, psychological terms and say, this is what really happened here. This isn't what you're saying. And then you feel bad for for him because he's trying to convey this and now oh boy he spent all this time getting good now he's going to be got to go through all this crazy shit and then you feel bad for her because she stayed on the outside and she couldn't talk about this with anybody yeah. she she never got any therapy for it. she never got anything she has this husband and she, she doesn't he doesn't even know about this part of her life she's kept it under wraps so all these years she's been keeping it quiet you know and, and now she can finally do something about it so I don't know And, of course, because of the trauma of their childhood and what went on. So I do feel bad for the characters, but I also – I will agree with what Brandon said about how maybe if they didn't do as much of it in the third act as they did, maybe C would have felt for them sooner. Or it would would have worked better uh, from a narrative standpoint to have them – but the thing is I don't think they could because the the way they were showing when shit hit the fan in the third act, when they're looking around the corner, they're seeing this and they're seeing – now uh, the present, and then they're seeing the past in the same room at the same time. So I don't know if they could do it a different way in this movie, not not using that type of and, structure.
1: But and when shit know. hits the fan, that's when I think uh, Flan goes overboard and goes into his flanagisms. And I don't find it scary. It feels like then I feel like it's been there, done that. The demon, the like everything that's supposed to be the the amped up scares seem kind of blah.
2: Well, first and- of all, they're ghosts. Go- all right, ghosts. Right? ghosts were alive and now are dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Demons never existed in our plane of existence.
0: An instrument of evil. A demon. <laughs> <laughs> No, I
2: agree with you about the Flanaganism. He does it here again. I get it trying to do the mirror eyes, you know, the reflection of the soul. they evil. But this now. is
0: the first time he did it. Hold I on. I know a... this
2: is the first time he this did it. This is the second
0: film. He didn't do that in absentia. This is the first time he's done that. Yeah. think but about what, what you're saying. he's
2: continued to do it. He's continued to do it. I, I just find, <laughs> for me, ghost stories are most effective when the ghosts are either regular-looking people— you could have them lurking in the shadows, the same without the mirror eyes or the glowing eyes, or the ghosts are not present at all. Most regular people say, Sorry. for this, for this <laughs> one, terrifying. for this one, keep the ghosts, just get rid of the eyes. Like yeah, the but... scene, the scene where you first see Kate Siegel, she's sort of lurking in the background. It's creepy. You just see like her, like dark shadow, and then the eyes light yeah. up. Like, and then
1: yeah, oh, and then when they I get the Betty Davis eyes, nothing. you're kind of like, that's. It's it's too much, and then I'm like he's aping, he just aped himself like later on in life, again. Now maybe that's the connection, and if you're a fan, you're like, oh cool, I'll call back to Oculus, but like oh. I looked at it, seeing it back because I don't remember that. So now that Doctor Sleeps come out and I'm come back, I'm like, oh, he just regurgitated that in Doctor Sleep, eh?
0: Oh, oh. The sleepy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what though? James Wan does the exact same shit. He always has. He does. He does the stuff that he does. Even in, in Insidious, he also does it in The Conjuring. And yeah, I but, he,
2: but did he did he uh, invent the flaniverse? But
0: here it is. <laughs> oh, Take that, go, Jamie! Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta start saying the flaniverse, Jamie. Flaniverse. Stop, stop. causing
2: shit in the skeleton crew chat, Jamie. <laughs> the.
1: Uh... <laughs> awesome. Oh, Flann- Having said that. Insidious and 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 uh, The Conjuring came out three four years before. Maybe maybe this is a sign of the times, and maybe this is what we've gotten used to. And some Die Hard fans don't like that, but they did. They were already established, and now this film seems like it's just a copycat. So while he's got this amazingly kind of original take and story, he falls victim to these these sort of tropes that have just been established. And I think he's better than that. And again, it goes from the the glowing eyes, the extended mouths, and all that stuff, and, yeah, the and mummy everything mouth, else.
0: As Jamie the calls them the mummy It's mouth. true.
1: And so, I'm just saying, like, that's where I'm like, but how could it be that you've got this original take, but then you fall victim to this, or you fall into a trap? Uh, and again, I, it's just that. I can't separate it because, like, I admire what he's doing with the story. But as I'm watching, I'm like, ah. So then, by the time it gets to the end, I'm just not. I have not. I've no investment in there. I'm just wanting it to end. Wow. I'm not saying I don't have any enjoyment here. I'm not. I don't want to say that I, it's a failure by any means. I'm just saying that I. I think there was so much more potential that I just didn't see as a result or at the end. I, I just feel like it. It definitely didn't live up to where it could have gone,
2: wow. or been as
1: successful as it was.
2: I disagree with that. And that's fine.
1: And I, I'm almost positive I'm going to be in the minority with this one. Well, you're, you're pretty jaded, but that's okay.
3: <laughs> I think it's got
2: some effective scares. I love when she first confronts the mirror again in the gallery, the reflection of the, uh, well, I mean, they're not ghosts, you know, the statues, and then the third one appears.
0: Oh, it's great. That's, it.
2: that's really tense, but my favorite part of this movie is when she first, when her and Tim move the mirror into the house, set up, And then she's giving the history.
3: Oh, that
0: is
2: awesome. I love that in like a 10 minute scene. She gives all the history and it finally, you know, I'm not finally, but like it starts to make sense. What's going on here that that who's ever the last person killed becomes an evil entity of the mirror that haunts the house. Because the first person who's killed this Lasser guy who's burnt beyond recognition, they talk about immediately after he's killed that people start seeing him, and the church gets involved. And then each subsequent person that that gets killed haunts the following person. It's almost like a ch- a chain reaction. And then we get to our last victim before before this family had it, which was Marisol Chavez, the girl who they talk about who had the miscarriage.
1: Well, that also is good we... stuff. That's the stuff of ghost stories. Like you give the, yeah. the lore, the history. That's oh, was what great is great. A
2: great. Great imagery, too. The woman who chewed on a wire, and her face is all burned and you just see like oh, oh
0: that's great how man. about the one guy which i think is <laughs> was great it? that they don't say anything else about it except that he was over 300 plus pounds yes and, and you know withered,
2: it, he withered away i thought a thinner
0: yeah i did think a thinner they showed him he was thin not 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 sickly thin just like a regular person but that's all they had to tell you and yeah. you create the rest in your head God. that's what i like and i am a sucker for lore just like like what with, 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 in that movie clown I loved how they did it there, how they went into the history of the coin. They do it here as well. Now this the is what cloyne. I love about this. This is I what I love about this. Yeah, the coin. Right? Yeah, the coin. So that's the, it. That's what it was called. The loin loth. The coin. So anyway. Well, loin cloth. Loin cloth. Coin cloth, yeah. Um. Loyne-loth. Instead of loin-cloth, coin loth. I got you. <laughs> Cloin sloth. Anyway, let me go back to the what hey, i was you're <laughs> Wow. about wow. The, what, <laughs> what they do here and what they do in clown as well and i said the same thing when we talked about clown is you're taking an a, an almost 80s movie type premise and you're putting it in modern time and you're finding a way for it to work this is a movie about a damn <laughs> a haunted mirror a that is not something haunted mirror. you see this day and age that's something that would have been a haunted artifact movie from the '80s, a simpler time when they did things like that. The fact that you can make a movie about a haunted mirror and she goes into that whole spiel with 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 the history of it. I, I'm a sucker for that. I love it, and they he, they make it work here. That's what I love about it. And do you know? And I'm sure you do, be, but I didn't notice until this time that Marisol was the woman in the freaking in, in in that the father was messing around with. Yes. Yeah, I never I, I, it I, yeah The time. Only reason I knew is because I went to IMDb and I was trying to tell my wife, because um, she's seen a lot of Flanagan things with me, including the show, The Haunting Hill House. Which, by the way, see, have you seen that?
1: No, I, and uh, Jason again now- because Jason Marco Polo, Jason, he he was talking about that show out of the gate. The Haunting of Hill House, and it was the best thing He's, on TV. He
2: was the first person. T- he talked about it before Flanagan even yeah, made I think, it. Yeah, I think Flanagan <laughs> had him as the, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you must see that. And, like, my wife has seen just about all the Flanagan movies with me now. So every time <laughs> one comes out and I'm watching one, I go, well, this person appeared in this movie and this person. So I was going to see, because he does that a lot. He has yeah, the same uses, act, which is yeah, great. He- So as I'm going by, I see Kate Siegel. I said, wait a minute, who did she play? I go I don't remember being here. And then it said Marisol. I'm like, Marisol, okay. So now as she's giving the history, she goes in 1975, Marisol so-and-so did this and that. And I'm like, oh shit, that's her. I'm like, okay, that's it. And then later on, she comes back in and she's the other woman, so to speak. She haunts the guy directly. I thought that was so cool. And I didn't know until this time, but I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. And
1: that's, I think they needed something more, with the father, get the mirror in there, and then the father's talking to somebody, and the mom overhears. There needed to be something, something else needed to be developed there. I, I find it's missing a component, and then suddenly he's being seduced by this mirror. Doesn't want to spend any time with his family, locking the door. I, I feel like there's something missing in that portion of the film.
2: I love it though. I think it has you know some. Uh... Some Feelings of the shining, especially the reveal when she goes into the office at the end and she sees that he's just written Marisol over and over on the paper. He just yeah. be, he hasn't been getting any work done, he's just obsessed with it because I mean, the mirror is right there, so of course, the evil is going to speak to him. And I love the way it, it sort of like feeds on everyone's fears and insecurities for the kids. It's the dog, it's Mason, it's you know, it's driving the kids crazy that you know Mason disappears and uh. For for the wife when uh, she, she hears star. it, yeah, the grotesque the grotesque cow comment, and then yeah. later the the very video drama scene where the scars open and it's like mm. pulsing,
3: ooh,
2: <laughs> like ooh, that was good too. The... It reminded me of you, C-section. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was gonna be a remember. That was gonna be a segment, C-section. I think. Can still be. <laughs>
0: and then I dead mail came me. back. By the way, dead what? male just came back on the last episode of Twenty Two Shots. So I think it, it's only fitting that undead male also makes an appearance. Makes so. a return. 50%. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: uh, no, the <laughs> I'm just.
0: Kidding. I'll do it then. The undead other
1: part, Ma- the other scene that stood out that I liked is when she stabs, who she doesn't realize is her, her husband, or boyfriend. Yeah. That reveal. I thought that was really well
2: done. Her fiance. And they keep playing it back because they don't know. They can't trust the house.
3: Yeah. That
2: whole thing with the alarms, you know, every hour we got to eat them seeing the video of them turning the cameras towards each other and stuff like it's really some cool stuff that the house is just the mirror is just fucking with them and making them delusional that people I mean, even again, going back to the history, the woman who drowned in a bathtub full of water. Yeah. Or people starving to death. No, you she
0: drowned in a bathtub. I
2: mean, de- uh, died of dehydration. Yes.
0: <laughs> like that's a stretch. She drowned in a bathtub.
2: How the hell do you drown water. in water? What do you mean? Stop! I bought you dinner, didn't I?
3: <laughs>
2: oh shit! Uh, uh, you know you love it.
3: Oh, oh, I feel.
1: Great. I feel like I, I am jaded on this because you're, you're all bringing people. up great points, but yeah, I am a little bit yeah. I don't know. It's maybe it's her. Maybe it's the the brother and sister growing up. I don't know. It's something I just can't connect. I can't connect like the kid, to them. Kid versions
2: or adult connect
0: versions. to her. The, the adult versions.
2: Really, I, I like Karen Gillan. I think she's terrific in this, and
0: I do too. Mm-mm. And she's great. Good performance. Pretty girl. Uh, I, I like Tim. I liked him as kids. You know the one. Uh, the girl is uh, from. She's one of the girls from the Ouija movie. The young, the young girl. Not, not yeah. About the the other sister, yeah. Which i I want to give that movie another chance. I mean, I own it, but I've only seen it one time at the theater, and I haven't seen it since. But I've long since said it's his worst movie. I still gave it like a six and a half out of ten.
2: Yeah, that's exactly
0: how I price. feel. That's. But I want to revisit I'm right it. With you. It's been how many times have you seen it? Be
2: once, also, but I'm also right there, like six and a half. So like oh, I want to go. Yeah, me too. And, and
1: I, that was my my lead. I think I I have these that and this one. Like kind of neck and neck.
0: Wow! No shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you'd be that far down. Wow, interesting. No,
1: there's, there's, like I said, there's some interesting premises here. But based on the fact of what I don't like, I, I can't be higher. And I, I was really trying to like go into it based on my newfound love for Doctor Sleep, uh, because I was like, I was kind of like mixed when I first saw it. I'm like, I, there was so much to like. Uh, and, and absorbed that. I think I was just harder going back through my head, so that the second view was much better. So this one, I was going in with an open with an open feeling and open Doctor mind.
2: Sleep. That's interesting because the older sister was in Doctor Who. Kelly Who? Look at him dropping. Karen, Ca- no, Karen Gillan was in was in Doctor Who. She's oh. uh, she's Guardians of the Galaxy. She's Jumanji. She's like a huge Hollywood star now.
0: Wow. Damn. How about the bulb scene? I think the bulb scene.
2: <laughs> is the bulb scene. Oh, damn. How about the bulb scene? I love it. That's the best gore in the movie.
0: I'm not even thinking about from a gore standpoint. That's the funny part. I just think of the, the, the mental trick. And imagine if you did that. You know what I mean? Biting into a bulb. Oh, my God. I guess it is gore if you think about it. I just, oh, that gets Holy me every time. Holy shit, B. I,
1: She's the girl. So that older, the, the girl that plays the older sister is the girl from uh, Jumanji and...
2: Guardians of the Galaxy. Like she's
1: awesome in those.
2: Yeah, she's so a huge this. So why did I not like her in this? She's like, she's, she, I mean, she's... <laughs> like, I really, I think
1: she's actually, like, because I watched the Jumanji movies with with my kids and whatever like that, and they, and, like, she's great in them, and she's great in Garden, Gardens of the Galaxy. Man.
2: I like her in this. I don't, I, like, I mean, I'm not saying these are the, the strongest characters in the world, but I cared about them. Definitely. Certainly, but I was, but I was... For for you know for the sake of defending C, I was more into the lore of the story and that cool ending oh, than awesome. than anything. Whereas if I was really more into the characters, I would have been like,
1: "Fuck this ending! I wanted a happy ending." Well, he's he's gone for good now, right? He's going to be locked up for forever,
2: unless probably unless she can remove a boat anchor from the back of her throat. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Ugh. She looks like Vince in that picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what she reminds me of um a redhead version of christina applegate that's what i kept thinking of in this movie i, I thought you're gonna i up. thought
1: you're gonna say nancy because of how quickly she uh set up that uh anchor trap to smash the mirror <laughs> on the top of the ceiling. She was
0: there for, for she had I, eight years. To I play know. Play. I, okay, all right. I thought I was, mean, it was going to be a criticism. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm an asshole. I just. <laughs>
2: okay. it's, it's actually Christina Red Delicious Applegate.
0: Ah, uh-huh. she is Red Delicious indeed. Although, did you guys notice she was really trying hard to have her hair bounce and and move around in the back when she kept walking? I think I think that was like a directorial, um, you know, choice. Do you guys notice that or no? It, it seems like she was <laughs> Wasn't trying really hard. Was it at the, really the beginning? With the ponytail yeah. just bouncing like back and forth, almost back and forth like a, a dog yeah. wagging its tail. And boom, 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 boom. yeah, there's got to be a reason
1: why he put it there. But yeah, I don't. That's the Flanaganism. Why.
0: Why. Yeah, catching under <laughs> Flanaganism, bouncing ponies.
2: <laughs> awesome. At least it wasn't a rocking pony. That would have terrified you. <laughs>
0: But I think it's really good. I, I like what they do. I like. I, I, it's a fucked up movie. and that's yeah, It's how a like mind,
2: it's, mind. it's very trippy and mind-fucky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's doing. It's playing with your sense of time and reality, and it does it really well with the characters. You know, Tim, very early on, he doesn't remember getting back into the house. You know, all the things that they're showing, like, that they're doing, it, it just becomes unraveled so quickly. The time when she wakes up and the, uh, the anchor alarm's about to go off and she's, like, sitting right in front of the mirror... It's sort of foreshadowing, yep. but it's also like a really cool cool scene. It's like, oh, fuck, this, this mirror is evil. It's really fucking with them.
0: It's, I like when they twist time like that. It's almost like Blair Witch 2. When you go back and you look at the video, you thought this happened, and then they go back when you finally see the proof, and you see that. Let's watch the video. They look, and they show them setting yeah. up and pushing the cameras together to face each other and doing all that stuff. I love that stuff. I love when when they call time... a video
2: of shadows. I didn't see any book in there.
0: true (laughs) I like when they get manipulated like that and everything that happens with the mother we haven't even touched on that stuff is, is, is sad and sick but great. I mean, it, I, the stuff that that poor woman goes through. And she's eating a plate, and she's got no teeth, and she's locked up in that room, and everything. And how the, the they bring the kid over, and, and the father just plays it off. All my kids are just making this up, and it just flies by. I like the way he chokes you know?
2: her out. He puts her in like a rear naked choke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he MMA's are just go to sleep, bitch. Mommy's okay.
0: <laughs> my and mom's the nine one one call, and how it happens again years later. It's the same voice, and it says same whatever. Voice. The,
2: yeah. I need to oh, speak dude. to your father.
0: Yes. It's, uh, it's like southbound kind of a little bit. It's, yeah.
2: Very, very trippy stuff. The, yeah. the fact that the mother starts pulling her teeth out, very reminiscent <laughs> of the stories, you know, in the past where people were ripping their teeth out. They go through right. the whole history. I can't even remember. But they said like something like 45 deaths over four centuries. Correct. I and mean, that's awesome stuff. Yep. I mean,
0: and it is awesome. She's chained.
2: She's chained you know, she's. Uh, oh, man. It, it's horrible.
0: It is. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's, there's supernatural stuff. You got that thing going on. It's almost like something from, you know, girl next door or some shit. You know what I mean? Just some torturous shit happening. It's, yeah. I quite enjoy it. I don't and know I, what else there is to say. I, uh, I
2: like the fact that the mother at the end, she has like that moment, like where she kind of comes back to herself for a sec. Yeah. When she's strangling Kaylee and she kind of yeah. catches herself right before the father shoots her. Like she's, is... she's, 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 possessed by this evil but she's not too far gone where the father's just like full-on gone it's very amityville too with him like walking around shooting everyone had that feel to it that really disturbing holy shit this guy's murdering his whole family
1: and that you you good point everything you've talked about sounds great it sounds amazing somehow it doesn't have that emotional weight to it. Mm. You guys seem to think it does, but for whatever reason, you just described it to *Enemyville* 2, whereas there is some, maybe because of the sleaziness of it, but just because of how um, sort of explicit it is, that seems to work. This one never gets to that level. Everything you described, I'm like, holy shit, that is horrific. But for whatever reason, I never felt that while watching it. But talking back, I'm like, yeah, man, that should, that's, that's crazy shit. But for yeah. whatever reason, I, it was missing that emotional weight for me for me it
0: happens it (laughs) doesn't always register for you it doesn't always register i'll say one more thing the score really good score i listen to it sometimes uh it's no it's an underrated score but it's really quite good so if you if if you're on spotify or apple or something just get get on there and give it a listen it's solid
2: one little scene i probably would have changed i would have had the father be the one reaching out to kaylee through the mirror
0: Instead of
2: the mother, protect. instead of the mother,
0: maybe the father, maybe the mother is reaching out for a different reason. Was a I
2: I feel like the mother is reaching out for for the protected, but I feel like it would have been more of a more of a oh my god if it was like the father like reaching out. And you saw like like he's trying to like reach out for forgiveness, and then of course oh, Tim yeah. drops Tim drops the anchor, and it's just, it just was more trickery on his part that he was still evil. I feel like. I feel like she was reaching out to like almost say like I love you. I'm, I'm well, going. I now. like that.
0: I, I want some. I like the that. Father, I mean. Why not?
2: No, the what? No, um, this wasn't the father. This was I the understand,
0: mother. but if but what I'm what you're trying to say is you want the father reaching out and continuing to be evil as the ship's going down. I I think it would. I I don't like that idea. I would rather. Get some sympathy for the father at the end. This relationship, because remember how she defends him and she even slaps her brother for talking shit about. You're not allowed to say that about him. Well, that's the point I'm does. making.
2: It would it would look oh. like it would look like sympathy, and then I'm the sorry. thing would the drop. Way you
0: said it, I thought you were saying coming out in an evil way. No, no, he oh. would
2: basically call to her, like like embracing her, like the mother did it, but it would be him, and then the anchor would drop, and then you can make up your mind: was he really embracing her, or was he drawing her in to the spot so that. Oh. Tim would kill her.
0: I agree with you. That would have yeah. been better. Yeah. Damn. I will say this, I, I did pick up on the Flanaganisms and I thought of Christian right away. Even though it was the first time it happened, as I'm watching the movie and I saw the first couple of times with the yellow eyes and some outside or the, the, the bright eyes and something else happens, and I'm like, yep, Flanaganisms. It's true. You, yeah, I, I can definitely point them out.
1: And when but you think... go watch Ouija 2, that's his probably, that's the one you're going to notice the most. Oh really? I okay. think Ouija between Ouija two and you'll just see it if you, want. yeah, yeah. You tell report back. Hush. And you know the girl in the beginning. Hush has is-
0: a lot of Flanaganisms. Hush does not. Hush has none. <laughs>
2: you can't hear. Nobody can hear in any of these movies. What a Flanaganism.
0: That's what it is about Flanagan. And and I noticed that the girl in the beginning doing the auction is the the lead girl from Absentia. I noticed her right away a minute, and then yeah. that was her. Well, that, I like
1: that, too. Like, I mean, not that it will change anything about the movie, but I like the fact that he does reuse performers. I, I always dig yeah. that when a, when a filmmaker reuses the same actors over and over again, even if they're smaller roles or whatever. I like
0: I'm going to reuse you. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and use Re-cycle. you. Recycle. <laughs> Recycle. Everyone else does. You guys remember that commercial back in the day? The talking phone book? So go ahead and use me. Everyone else does. That must
1: have played right after the Burlington Coat Factory or whatever the fuck
0: oh, it's called.
2: Oh, <laughs> Burlington Coat Factory.
0: I can't believe it. I figured it came from Burlington. And it did. It was just the guy's last name, apparently. Anyway, I'm done. Eight out of ten.
2: I'm done, too. Seven and a half out of ten. And I think just... You guys talking it up,
1: I... Admit that watching it, I was underwhelmed. Talking a bit about it, I I feel like you talked me up a bit. I'm 6.5 out of 10.
0: Hey, Hall of Fame. That's fair. Not even it's close. A, it's a passing grade though. Six point okay. five and yeah. high.
1: See, I, I do come out I will admit that it come out kind of aggressive with the way it, it by no means fails. Just from the originality of the story alone, it passes. There's like there's no way it would have been a five. I just talk let, kind of an extreme sometimes.
2: Let me oh, let I me stop it. you
1: there for a sec. I not we're not doing the joke. I'm gonna keep going. I'm just gonna <laughs> keep talking. I'm gonna be rambling on and on and on until you lead us into the next movie.
3: What is which is next movie? Now <laughs>
2: What are we doing next?
1: We're doing the
0: lodge.
1: Did his face wake up yet? Did he wake up from this slumber? He saw the message.
0: I saw that. So I don't know. Maybe I should hang up on him. And then maybe if I hang up on him, he could join.
1: Well, just try because I I would feel guilty. But right now, I'm just saying the listeners have a better show as of right now.
0: I say just continue on and uh, hope for the best. All
2: right. So is this our first 2020 of the year that we're talking about?
0: Yeah. Nobody picked them until now.
2: Yeah. Finally, we're getting one. Uh, The Lodge from, well, made in 2019, but released this year. Jeez, who are these directors? Severin Fiala and Veronica Franz. A soon-to-be stepmom is snowed in with her fiance's two children at a remote holiday village.
0: Tell you something.
2: Just yeah. as relations holiday to... village yeah that's what it says <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, like there's a not, fucking like, like Santa's village with the bunch like... of elves in the workshop and that's, mo- I, that's why I pause I'm not even done reading but I pause because that's a remote holiday village I'm like who the fuck wrote this they never saw the movie just as <laughs> I, relations begin to thaw between the trio some strange and thaw. frightening events take place
1: thaw oh I like how they wrote that thaw Ooh, clever yeah the, the movie called. listen it looks great. The performances are good. The My problem with it is, like at, the, at the halfway point, I was actually all in, even though it kind of is lumbers along there a little bit, and, it, and it's slower. It's Lumber? Because Lumber. it's in the
3: cabin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, and I don't want to jump right into it, but when it takes a story turn, and then they rele- they reveal what that story turn is, that pissed me off.
2: I'm with you. I'm totally with I, you. I,
1: I I was like, you're trying to sell me on this? And I'm, I'm being very you. cryptic right now because I think we're all going to go into it. And and then so then I was – it kind of took me out of the movie so that I couldn't enjoy the ending, which is
2: actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love the last scene of this film <laughs> yeah. strictly because of the turn the film made, which I didn't like. So by the time that last scene is shown, I'm like, good for you, Elvis – Elvis – junior junior so that's she's it. El- it she's always his granddaughter yeah, that Riley i didn't know
1: Penn. but that's yeah. uh, the uh i was i will say that that was uh it, it would have been a top contender and that one decision that they made dropped it down to just
2: good it's very very methodically paced and it's just it drags it does it's I, i'm It's not even close to the most boring film of the year, but I find it boring after the first act. I find it boring once I get to the cabin, to be honest. I love the first act of this film, though.
1: They really needed to get back to Dad. They needed to cut back to Dad way earlier than they did. But the reason they didn't is because of the stupid plot twist that they tried to wedge in that ends up not being what it is. Now, Dave, you're 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 creepily quiet. So I have a feeling you love everything that happened in the movie.
0: I'm not going to say I love everything that happened in the movie, and I am having correspondence with our special guest right now, so that's why okay. I'm doing all this typing over here.
2: Is it F-U? <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. All right, I'll just set up the yeah. story so people at least understand what's going Sorry. on if they haven't yeah. seen it. Mia and Aiden, brother and sister, their mom commits suicide after their father asks for a divorce because he's remarrying this young girl named Grace who's... A former cult me- member whose father was, like, the leader of this suicide cult. And, uh, yeah, that's basically the setup. And then it's six months after the suicide, and they're planning on spending Christmas together at a cabin. cabin I have village. to add this. <laughs> that suicide,
1: one of the best things of the of 2020. I just wish it was so, me. So- <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: You're not the only one.
2: It is. It is a great uh, suit. It's very shocking. So
1: matter of fact. So shocking. So out of nowhere. I'm like this movie. That it was like boom. It like with the opening and how they. I was like on board. I'm like full wow. Now explosion. that's full head explosion. I'm right there. Right I agree. The back,
2: right out the back. <laughs> right
1: in the back. Yes. I agree. And I was like what? And yes. then even my wife's like what happened? She thought something happened in the house. I'm like no. Something just shocking happened on to on the movie I'm watching. And I awesome. and I'm liking it. And... Are you
2: clueless? i was <laughs> clueless
1: when that uh, She sure was. The whole beginning, though, I thought they were just remaking the crying video for Aerosmith, because that's all she did. <laughs> I was crying when I met you. Now I'm crying. <laughs> right, you do it, Dave, because I can't
2: see trying to forget you
0: know, you. <laughs> Do what you do to me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, boy, that video was great. Oh, I wish it was. Anyway, I'll tell you this, though. Wow, what a sh- what a shock it was. And it what looked good, too. It was a great shocking scene, and it looked great. It looked, yeah. like, legit. I was like, I was wow. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like Has
2: anyone is- seen her in anything since? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> As if. <laughs>
2: <Now> that's method.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. No, that's horror. Jeez, it's uh, San
2: Salvador. It's an entirely different country. San
0: <laughs> <laughs> Salvador. By the way... I was watching um, Sopranos today and they were showing uh, when, when Tony was a kid in this quick scene. And, and sure enough, when they came in the house when he was a kid, his mother had all the furniture in plastic. <laughs> all the plastic coverings. It is That's a, it very is a Italian.
1: Movie. It's so Italian. I, I know. Know. <laughs>
0: Fucking B. Anyway, yeah. what a perfect. great shocking scene. It's always great to see, to see her. But the way that happens, I'm like, holy shit, wow. But getting back to your first question. My feelings on this movie, I saw it the first time and I had questions when it was over. I talked to a few people and and I didn't understand what happened in that one scene of the hanging. And I go, well, wait a minute, how did this happen in this? And I, and why was there a newspaper? And then somebody yeah. told me they to go, well, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, all this was plotted. And but here's the thing, they didn't like it for that reason. Me, it went up for that reason. I said, oh, so they did this, this, and this, and it backfired, and they got got their comeuppance. That is freaking great. So for that reason, I loved it. Now, this is the third time. I saw it the first time. Like I said, had questions. Then after I got that info, I wanted to watch it again, which I did. I bought the Blu-ray. This is the third time. The first two times, I gave it a rating the one time. I gave it another rating the second time. I did not write my rating down here because it can go up or down. Depending on this conversation, I don't know what I'm gonna say.
2: Change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna say that, Christian?
1: No, but that was <laughs> perfect. It was just perfect. No, full it down. credit. My mind. Awesome. This is my rating for the lodge. Change I want, my mind. <laughs> what I wanted to say. <laughs> perfect. What I when you when I put my cryptic type in there because I wasn't sure if Brandon had watched it yet. Uh, and then he said he did, and I I, I kind of spelt it out. And then you're like, yeah, and they got to come up. It's the exact way you just described it. I'm like, okay, but they're not. They're they're kind of sweet kids that are just bitter about the whole thing and blame her. But to go to this level of detail of 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 such a weird thing, and then pretending that he hung himself. I had all these questions too. And I thought they were dead, so I thought that, going that premise was actually kind of cool. I'm like, did we just? turn over like what happened to the food what happened to the coats where did they put them they can't just be all under the snow everything fucking no, disappears in the house in, like, they, showed the you
2: they showed you they yeah. showed you everything point. it was very Cannibal <laughs> yeah. Lecter-esque the way these kids transformed into just these evil geniuses I love the first act because there's so much emotion there The funeral scene with the balloons when the doll doesn't fly away the way she cuts the hair to look like her mother the way Aiden comes in and sleeps on the floor and is holding her hand I was like man I really feel for these kids and I really felt for Grace too because you know the one thing I I pick up from this film is that even though um, I I guess we're kind of getting into spoilers with this even though uh, so if you haven't seen it stop and and watch it before you, you listen from this yeah point yeah on, but... please
0: do anyone like seriously if you're let's give them like like 30 seconds yeah like, no let absolutely. me just say this while we're waiting yeah. uh, this this one comes from eric j by the way i didn't put that out at the beginning so i wanted to say that thank you for being the first to pick a 2020 but yeah anyone that doesn't know anything I uh, want to give you a little bit of time to stop and come back because it's not worth it. watch. Watch the damn movie, please, and, and then we don't want to spoil that stuff for you. So just just get it out of the way. I know some people are driving or walking and they can't reach their stuff, or you know what I mean, to pause it or whatever. You so, have yeah. to have the
1: word "people" in the description because I think we already talked enough spoilery things. That so? it probably be better in the in the description, which is fine.
0: Well, I
2: I just think that um you know when it turns out that they're gaslighting. Gaslighting her and, and, and trying to drive her her nuts and drive her away from 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 them from the family because they they hate her. I, it also, the fact that they flash forward six months doesn't help it because it seems like like six months of planning. It just feels so evil,
0: and it's I, not I, six months of planning because they only they only find out on Thanksgiving and they're going to month? go on Christmas. Pardon it's, me. No no no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's six months later when it's Thanksgiving. No, so I, the, yeah. No, May, I, know what
2: you're, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying like the, the fact that that they waited. So like, I, it's, it's weird. You know, they weren't seeing Grace before then. This isn't like the first time they're meeting her.
0: No, like, but they weren't spending any significant time. They were putting up with her probably a dinner here, something there, whatever it is. But I don't think that they were spending significant time. And certainly, they, see, to me... The girl is just an accomplice. Mia's just an accomplice. This is all really orchestrated by sorry, the older A- brother. Aiden Aiden. Aiden is the one that orchestrates all of it. He's intelligent enough that I could see him doing the newspaper thing, the harness, and having the idea of the heater. This girl's a little young to come up with anything. So I think he sits down and he's the most angry about it. She's sad. You feel terrible for her right off the bat. Even on the ride up, you see that she looks at her mother putting her lipstick on and this and she and she knows what's going through her mother's head, that she wants to get back with her father. And then yeah. she asks, oh, is she going to be there? And then she, Oh, she's such a retard. She says, this is what the young girl says. So I I understand why she's against her but i think that the the other the but aiden is he is very upset about it he tells his father to fuck off uh, on thanksgiving we don't want him to come it's her fault and he goes, so he's only got fault?
1: a he's got less than a month to plan this then
0: yeah i don't care how saying. long he has time to prepare it i'm just saying that he is to me until at that age he is intelligent enough to orchestrate this idea because right? he's very angry about this fucking shit and I don't well, what him. idea? She was an
1: ex-cult member? He automatically knows because she's an ex-cult member that she's frail and easy, easily manipulated to be to be tricked? That, I mean, that's a crock of shit. Like, you're just see. Seeing... A... Well, how does he Go know ahead. that? Oh, I read up that she was an ex... Uh, I read up well, about he her. Kn- she he a... knows that she was, was a survivor. Book. Yeah,
2: he knows she's a subject of the father's book. And that's oh, how God. he met her. But, she's but all fucked up. But still. But he calls
0: her a psychopath. He but goes, you love mom? for a psychopath, he told her. So he 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 pretty much feels this is a weak person that's gone through some crazy shit. I'm going to fuck with her because guess what? You know, who knows what's going to happen? She's liable to fly off the handle and be exposed in front of my father, and then we don't have to worry about her anymore. That's what I see it as. He's going to come up with this plan to get her out of their lives because he is downright pissed that his father did this. He blames her for the suicide. You know, the way it plays off at the end is that he was probably seeing her before they they separated or whatever, that maybe he's just straight up cheating, whatever it is. He hates her for that, and then then he hates her for what happened to the mother because of the effect that it has not just on him, but his little sister who's fucking I his soul is
1: crushed. I, I get all that. It's just the timing doesn't work out for this. Like, there's so much that has to coincidentally happen for this plan to come to fruition. But the dad leaves and, and doesn't come back. That's all. Like, the snowstorm hits so you can't get up there? Come on. It's just too much, too much to throw
2: the assume, audience off. I'll tell you why.
3: I'll
0: tell you why I disagree. Number one, we knew that the father was going to go away. As a matter of fact, he was supposed to be gone for more time then he ended up being gone for. The only reason he stayed longer than he was was because of the accident on the ice. And then he calls into work and says, listen, I'm not going to be able to come in. It's kind of an emergency. You're going to have to postpone it. And then when he was going to leave, he tells her, and he's like, are you going to be okay? And he's like, yeah. He goes, as a matter of fact, he goes... She goes. I wanted you. You know, I, I told you before. You could have been gone the whole time, and it, it, it wouldn't have been a problem. Th- that was already the plan. She goes. Don't worry about it. It's only going to be a couple of days now because you're staying. The but only, but just, just go. You know what I mean? Okay, let the me. The only
2: thing you. I don't like about that is that, given That's that it's short- their <laughs> first Christmas without their mother, there's no way the father would leave them alone. He's it.
0: a shitball, <laughs> and I'll get more on that later. He's a fucking shitball. He doesn't care. Why do you why B, Why do you have a problem with a guy being a fucking shitball? A bad parent. Bad parents are fucking all over the planet. So just because you think you're a good parent or would be, and I and I think I am, it doesn't mean that there aren't parents out there that are maybe in the back of their head saying, "I'm going to force these people to get together." First of all, he doesn't. If he was a good parent at all, there's no way he would even bring her there on Christmas Day. The kid even says that to himself, Aiden. He goes, "He goes on Christmas Day of all times, too." He tells him. This guy is a fucking shitball. He's not regarding his children. He cheated. He did this. He tried to replace her. It looks like a, a fuck looks like the same girl almost. It's like a newer model, basically. She looks a lot like her. They had to be done with intent. But again, yeah. what, how very was true. I, getting
1: I agree with that. There
0: were, there were two things I was gonna say. I gotta rewind now and I fucking I I lost my thought. The first thought was Christian, what was your beef? Because I was addressing both of them. I would like, say was
1: that like points. there's too much in the way of coincidence that has to happen for this all to play out. The dad leaving and then being stuck away with the snowstorm. The her, oh, okay, her the snow, the, okay, them, them burying the uh, the in memoriam picture of himself framed that she That's digs fine. up. All all this stuff, okay. the, the hiding of the clothes. She looks everywhere in the house. She doesn't come well, across then. where those. Poli- well, that's your ass. Those are the things. These are, I'm sorry. These are stretches. No no no,
0: no, 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 no. These are stretches. You're, no, on my
1: part, like, these are stretches? On your part, yeah. And oh, I'm fucking like crazy.
0: Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. that. first, uh, I told you the first thing that I, t- I said about the plan. And if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. He's a kid. He's going to try. He's going to do what the fuck he can. And if he gets busted and it doesn't work and he gets in trouble with his father, oh, fucking well, things can't get any worse than they already are from his perspective. He's at least going to try. So he's gonna, Now, as far as the snow goes, I treat this just as I treat the the shining. When they, when they go up there and it's just known that snow comes this time of year and roads are closed because it's mentioned. It's mentioned when the guy leaves, there's a good chance the roads are going to be closed. And when the snow comes in, he tells the girl, hey, listen, you can't go out there. There's a good chance that the roads are closed. You're not even going to be able to get into town and everything else. And even if, even if the roads weren't closed, it's still fucking cold. He's still gonna hide everybody's clothes. He's not gonna anticipate that this girl is gonna walk to the fucking town to escape purgatory. Well, so I don't see that problem.
2: Yeah, that's where I agree with you, Dave. If if she doesn't leave to try to get to town, he doesn't plant that picture in the snow. He plants it somewhere else.
0: So be it. He could put yeah, it fucking it's, it's, it's And the, the, the fact couch that cushion.
2: yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and the the fact that they found a good hiding spot. Don't forget, it's their family cabin. Correct. You, you they see. Know. You see yeah. the video of, the, of them with the mother up there, that's fine. Where my issue is, is that I just don't give a shit. I find it very slow-paced and all that, but also the fact that um, I think Grace, I, I like that they do this, but I also don't like that they do this, is that she's coming unraveled long before these kids even start fucking with her, because she's hiding the medication from her father, and I also find it ridiculous
0: she's- not She's not unraveled. She's on medication. She hides it from him all the time, probably. It's yeah, not unreal. She's, she's been ha- on
2: meds. No, she's ha- she's having these, she's hearing things. She's having these images, the, these reactions to the religious imagery. She doesn't that make tables. sense? It does make sense, but she's sort of, this is before the kids even start doing anything. She's sort of becoming like unstable around but all of it. It's an uncomfortable
0: and, situation to be in.
2: And then she starts saying that she's going through, you know, that she needs her pills. There is absolutely no way you would have withdrawal from missing two days of pills. It's oh, just I, ridiculous I, to play I, it into I, the fact. Oh, I need, I need my pills. I need my pills. Like
0: it's a movie. Fucking, it's a thing in a movie. Somehow, a
1: okay. Well, I guess what it boils down to is is the the way they try to manipulate the audience into thinking it's going a different route is, is a complete trick. I don't feel like they've given you enough. To digest, you can only go, like, again, like, something like the Sixth Sense, and I'll bring the Sixth Sense up because I think they do a good job of of, of and maybe someone could argue against that they don't but i personally think that's a great movie that that reveal at the end is fantastic this one with that hanging when you see him hanging and they're trying to get us to buy that he faked the suicide and all that and he's just trying to convince her that they're dead and you, see they look i we're dead i can't even commit suicide here or whatever we're we're in the afterlife i feel like is is such a far stretch that i i i just I'm not on board and I get angered by the fact that they tried to push that the way that they went. I, I don't find it as
0: far as I think it's well played. Why wouldn't you try as hard as you could and have that as a backup? Say just in case she doesn't believe it in this and that. Let's try. I'm going to try to, you know, have a fake suicide and show her that I can't die. It's easy to do. You do a harness. I mean, it fooled, it fooled me as the viewer. Why wouldn't it fool her? I, I don't see that being a problem. You
1: Maybe we it, needed more from the character then, because I don't think him saying fuck her. I don't want her there and all that shit was enough to say now I'm a I'm a fucking mind manipulating psychopath.
3: Like exactly,
2: like there's too it's, much of a it's, jump. It's better watch out. It's better watch out all over again.
1: Oh, 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 and and now I can maybe see your argument for that. Even though I enjoyed that one, this one it looked like you're like what they needed something else, like a, a conversation, like he's had anger issues or or whatever, something like he's like considered like, just like you said. Uh, They've been through a lot. He's angry about it. Like any kid in a movie that we would have seen this about would have been angry that A, their dad has seen someone new, and now B, their mother committed suicide over that and took it to another, but to the level that it took it without any other sort of hint or any other sort of uh, carrot dangled, it's too far of a leap. It is.
2: And even though, even though, like you said, everything is capable of being done, printing out fake obituaries with modern technology, all the stuff, the fake hanging and stuff like it's all believable stuff that 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 you can learn how to do. It's all, you know, trickery and stuff. I would do it, which is fine. And I believe it. And I do love the shots of the dollhouse, how it starts out as the 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 picture perfect like image of like a Thanksgiving uh, holiday. And that's really the last image we get, only it's not ideal at the end. And I like the way it changes throughout when, yeah, when the cool. story progresses, it becomes disarrayed. Then the father discovering it and seeing that it was all plotted out, seeing the stuff hiding in the house and all that. That's all great. I just I'm with Christian. It just feels like such a leap for them, to, for this kid to turn out to be such an angry like psychopath. And that's why the passing of the time. Excuse me. The passing of the time (laughs) makes it a little bit more unbelievable for me because I know they're not spending all this time together. And this is their first opportunity after finding out on Thanksgiving that they're going to be alone with her for Christmas for a few days. But six, seven months later and you're still carrying around all this anger and aggression. It's just it's it's, there's a disconnect in the family. That's
0: just like he says. (laughs)
2: Just a disconnect i don't know I just uh, yeah i get on uh, board with it I, and that's it and that's why he said i
1: love the setup and, and maybe what brandon would say, in act one and then it falls apart in act two and mm. then somehow it comes back on board and, and i'm on board for the ending but in the back of my mind i'm like you motherfuckers you you try to do what to me here and that's why he said after i've moved, viewed it which i never really care i usually just take the movie as is the first time i'm like are they did they really try to sell us on on this after trying to play it out like it was the others for like a half an hour of the runtime or whatever, that's what I
0: like. The flip, but hold on, I, I Christian, I'm gonna yeah. agree. I understand where you're coming from. That it is quite a leap, and that it may have benefited from a little bit of uh, character analysis go- going into it or character build up showing that he had some type of. Um, you know, issues in some place or another or behavioral issues between maybe oh, over the last six months, the shit you pulled at school and this and that. Why that, something. I, buddy, yeah. I agree. It doesn't hurt me as I'm watching the movie. Now that you, you've pointed it out, I could see that, but I also will say this. I'm the kind of person who has that type of mind that I could and would do things like that. If I were in that position now, just because I have that type of mind, I think my daughter does too. It doesn't mean that I have to be a problem child to lead up to it. I can be perfectly, you know, you could see me from afar and think that guy's perfectly adjusted and everything's cool with him and everything else. But just because I have that presence of mind and that uh, cleverness, if you will, to, and that evilness too, maybe, to come up with something like that, it doesn't mean that I have to be showing it to everybody, like a lot of sociopaths. You don't know they're that. But again, I do see where you're coming from, but my side of the story is, you may not always need that. And then as the viewer watching the movie, if you know that he's already doing that, now it's going to plant a seed in your head that when this shit's going on, oh, wait a minute, this asshole's is trying to pull this shit over on her. If you don't see him that way, then it becomes a flip-flop and it's a reveal where I was along for the ride like you. I thought it was purgatory or something or this or that. Or... And then when it happened, I was like, oh, I didn't expect that to be. To me, that was kind of cool. So It should have look- been cool.
1: But I think they needed, uh, again, but without those, and you wouldn't have get, oh my God, this kid was had some problems. He's orchestrated all this. But at least it would have given you the, the, the breadcrumb path, trail, whatever, some hints at the beginning to lead up to it so that when the reveal happened, you would have been like, oh, yes. Instead of like, what the fuck? See, to me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the it's, difference.
0: It's a bigger deal because there were no hints of it. So it's like, <laughs> pop, it came out of nowhere. If you had the breadcrumbs, then it's like okay well that's not that big of a surprise he's a little prick he's been causing trouble why wouldn't he do this do now if you just see a little his... bit of it you know, know what i mean to me it's more it, it's a better twist for that reason i you feel I,
1: I feel this is perfect you mentioned evil you mentioned twisted we do have our special guest here and i thought maybe we should bring him in because i think he probably has some thoughts on this too no
4: does he i don't know <laughs> that was a very
1: that was a gentlemen what's half. up
4: so I've been I've been kicking back <laughs> listening to this review and first of all I'm disappointed in the high level of analysis here because this is exploding heads what's going on <laughs> Christian okay but here's here's the deal Mr. I do hate him guys what's up Dave I missed <laughs> you buddy Brandon thanks Yo. for the invite Christian fuck you <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry no, listeners <laughs> uh, guys I- I'm loving what I'm hearing and you know what I-, I don't mean to be reductive because it's sounding to me as I, as i have come midway through this review dave is all about it i know where christian uh, well i know where brandon stands on it i'm surprised it, to hear that christian maybe isn't about this as much as i would have thought forgive me for being my usual reductive self but you know what it is and i told b this the other day i was like you know what this is a masterfully crafted movie the filmmaking here there's nothing I can complain about. It's almost perfect in its execution. But you know what it is? Just like with Goodnight Mommy, their, their other story that these people have written. Uh, you guys, uh, it's, it's kind of like that movie, Blasphemy here, High Tension, where it makes perfect sense to me despite how some people say, oh, High Tension doesn't make sense. I think it makes sense. I just don't like it. And that's where I am with The Lodge. When I was on The Whorecast, I rated it like an 8 or an 8.5. Gosh, the second watch, gentlemen. Uh. I was just like, you know what? This isn't my story. It makes sense. I I can. I everything I'm hearing Dave say actually is he's spot on. I just don't like it. (laughs) That's where I am with it. That's That's it. And
1: and before you came on board, we're talking about how the filmmaking was great. Well, I did anyway. I said the filmmaking was great. The 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 acting was great. Uh, And I think Brandon and I both have aligned that like something about act one works. I agree
2: yeah. with all of that. I just yeah. don't like the level of psychosis that these kids go to 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 drive this woman crazy. You got to remember they' they're I mean, it starts off as sort of like you look at it. It seems like it's almost like, oh, innocent pranks will hide. the stuff will drive her crazy. Even the hanging prank doesn't seem that bad. They're fucking drugging her with sleeping pills. They're playing their father's recordings of him saying repent the snow angel yeah. scene. This kid is outside making 10,000 snow angels in the That's snow. Awesome. This is fucking psychotic. <laughs> This is next level. Well, B myposis. they
4: B they get theirs, don't they? I mean, right, that's, that's why like the I, best that,
2: part. That's why, yeah, the ending is the best part besides the first half. I yeah. like the first thirty minutes yeah. and the last two minutes. That's why. Else... That's why it's not a
1: nine or above. I, it actually comes down because they tried to. They I I feel like they tried to pull pull a fast one. Like you just you yeah. you made two references to other movies, which I happen to like. Actually, uh, Good Night, Mommy. I actually I caught that early. Uh, uh, which is and in high tension I've never had an issue with, and I do like that film, but this one for whatever reason i I was like mad at the film and and so that doesn't happen often yeah uh and so that's that's the problem that's where it drops down is is exactly what Brandon said are you kidding me? like i mean I was hung up on the hanging <laughs> no pun intended but the uh <sighs> but those the snow angels is a perfect other example, you
0: fucking nuts, <laughs> oh, that's great.
2: No, I, think it's,
0: I think it's so over the top. It's yeah. it's beyond. Why not do it? It's beyond. You want it to be over the top to convince somebody they're in fucking purgatory. Think about the lengths you'd have to go to. I'm fucking doing it. They needed a
1: saw-esque reveal of all the flashing of them doing it in like psychosis almost to really sell that ending with that sweeping music pulling up like saw. And then I would have been like, holy fuck, maybe. But or reveal
2: he, that the or reveal that the kids are doing some of it, and that Grace is actually doing some of the other stuff. Maybe Grace was out. Maybe Grace cracked, and she's out there doing the Snow Angels. She be, cracked. imagine she how cra- creepy that
1: would have been. Yeah, yeah,
2: she cracked because the kids drove her nuts with this whole Purgatory stuff, which is evil, not because she missed two days of her medication. Okay, <laughs> I would have cracked being stuck though? with
1: those kids. See, you have—they're not your kids. You're in a fucking cabin stuck with them. I, mean, I would have gone insane. Those two fucks.
0: <laughs> how about the theory? of the unreliable narrator who is grace. Everything we're seeing is through her eyes. Maybe it isn't fucking 500 snow angels. Maybe it's three. Maybe she saw that video of them making snow angels. And she incorporated that in her own psychosis when she looked out and saw that fucking white snow.
4: See, Dave, actually, I, I love that you said that because that makes perfect sense. And you are onto something there that this movie, good night, mommy, high tension or oh, tension. Uh, all, they, they all make sense in the scheme of their narrative despite when some people are like, oh, they don't make sense. I'm right there with you that we are dealing with a narrative here that is relying on that, you know, the unreliable narrator. And that is kind of my my whole problem with this movie despite its masterfully crafted just execution is – are we doing this? You can go read the castle of Otranto, you know, all these books from the 1800s, the early 1900s and be like unreliable narrator jerk off in your face. And I'm kind of like, well, it's 2020. That's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, good movie. Go, you know, rah, rah, good job. That's it. And I guess that's kind of my, my sort of issue. Cause I think you all know, I get like a little bit, you know, bitchy about my unreliable narrator reliance. And that's really my big my big complaint about the movie is I think it makes sense. And in the scheme of an unreliable narrator movie, it knocks it out of the park. But where I was coming from when I was messaging B was, but I don't like that as the reveal. That's all. That's my only problem. I think, Dave, you nailed it. It could be three snow angels. It could be these things. I'm with B that, you know, you don't get. You know, it's all psycho if you miss a couple days of medication, uh, you know, but, you know, I remember that from abnormal psych. And, you know, it takes a little longer when these things, these pills have a cumulative effect and have to build up in your system. It's not just going to, you know, you, you got to go a lot longer. But, Dave, you, you make perfect sense there. Uh, I, I'm with you on that as far as unreliable narrator narratives go. They did knock it out of the park. I think that's just my disconnect with it is I'm just kind of like, oh, we're doing this. That's all it is. I'm just like, man, movie killed it though. I mean, that's, you know, I'm trying to be respectful with that. So, does that make sense? To me, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I can't hate. I can't sit there and go, this is bad because it's not. I'm it's... just like, uh, we, all Watson here is just like tired of that story, is all. That's it. Yeah, and I
1: think, I think Brian and I have both said the same thing. I, I can't hate the movie either because I do love that right. setup. Yeah. And we talked about the opening suicide and how shocking it was. Oh and And you believe that that was amazing. it was amazingly done and then the ending was like it was great too it's just i just I just feel yeah. like they they i feel like they failed in delivering that that twist and and they're trying to sell the movie going one way and usually I would give praise to a movie like that, but I feel like they didn't do it properly here as masterful as the setup and masterful the filmmaking mm-hmm. something. Faltered there with, uh, but I'm thinking it faltered. Dave obviously doesn't think it faltered, but something did not work for me in that they, they in should that have pulled
2: reveal. the plug earlier. In, in their in their coming clean to her, there's a there's a point where Grace hits Mia and she has a gun in her hand when she hits her, and they still carry on for another twenty minutes of driving her mad.
0: It's just well, they want that. That's what they want. That's more. That's further proof. No. That's if true. the father shows up, oh, look what this crazy bitch did. She gave her a bloody nose, and that's why what's his name? She's uh, holding a gun though in that scene.
2: The point she, is, at this point, the kids are like the kids should be like, fuck, she's got a gun.
0: Girls just trying to got- get her to stop when she does that. She's like, she's trying to get him to come down from her brother. She's just like tugging on her shirt, saying, Come here, or whatever she was saying to her. You know what I mean? So the reason I say I think that they're pushing her to that extreme, one of the outcomes of that is because remember later on when Aiden keeps saying the same thing over and over again, and she's getting mad and mad, and finally she gets up and she grabs him and, and she's shaking him and stuff, he is intentionally doing that to piss her off to the extreme. She keeps saying, stop saying that, shut up. It's The, the way I see it, again, see, I, maybe I just had that that type of fucking manipulative mind. I'm thinking, I'm going to drive this person crazy to the point that they're going to put their hands on me, and then when Daddy comes home, I'm going to say, hey, this bitch fucking broke my arm. She, she gave her a buddy nose. Oh well, well, I gotta break up with her now. Okay, she's out of her life. This is next level stuff. This well, is why it. think what can I tell you? And I'm just a uh, regular guy. Why can't I? when that's, I was that age, that's not I regular that thinking. That's not, I understand
4: <laughs> Dave. You're a psycho. Dude, <laughs> well,
0: that's that is kind of psycho-ish. Everybody not... I can't hope my mind works that way, and um, Francesca's the same way, but the thing is. When I and again, there you go. She's 14. She's always been this way. She has that type of mind where you try to predict outcomes. And if I do this, the result's going to be this, and it's going to help me this way. I can't help that I think that way. You know what I mean? When I was this kid's age, I, I, I It's no different. So I'm, I'm seeing this from that level. Of let's fucking. We want. This is what our outcome is. I'm going to do whatever I can to get that outcome. And if this is what it takes, I'm going to hope that what I do, A plus B is going to equal C. Or one plus two is going to equal three, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Can I ask you, gentlemen, a question? Were any of you,
4: B and C, were you guys maybe hoping that this narrative went in a supernatural direction out of curiosity? Because when you get the funeral scene, which after that suicide is, is so shocking, what a – I love – one thing I do appreciate about this script is how wicked it is at times. It has some nasty moments, and I can, you'll always, you know, get Mr. Watson with a little nastiness, but were you hoping that it went in a supernatural supernatural direction? Because there is a scene there during that funeral where they're tying the balloons off, and she has the balloon to the doll, and it doesn't... It doesn't it doesn't propel upward. It doesn't go. So I was thinking when I watched this movie the very first time, like, okay, we're going to be dealing with some not just some lingering psychological things, but maybe a ghost. This is representative of the maybe the mom not leaving Earth, maybe not leaving the situation. We're going to find out later that there's something happening here. And then there wasn't. I think I I think that imagery threw me off my, on my first viewing. Obviously, in the second, I knew it wouldn't. But were you gentlemen hoping? Are we dealing with something supernatural here? Is that part of the disappointment? I don't know if hoping is is the right term. I
1: sure, I do sure. I do believe that you're that exactly that that, that you, that's something otherworldly. So that when you think that having the indoor gas heater on killed them, that... Mm. Or or that's where they went with the narrative that it became like the others and now they're left in purgatory there. Uh, and then I didn't know what the next, I didn't know where, where the movie was going to move from there. But I was shocked, I think, at more of the reveal that that was all a hoax. And no, they're not. They're totally alive. And it was just a big old joke to drive her insane. Um, so I think, I, I don't know if hope is the right word, but that, that's, I just like, okay, this is where we're going now uh and then i did i i was thinking this movie's kind of cool it's keeping me on my toes and then i and i just felt like gut punched in a not in a good way like sucker punched as in like oh really
2: Man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Is, and then I've I, I, I said that Fool's twice. Except not, except no. Yeah. Fun. And then I, and then, <laughs> and then I think, and then I,
1: I do like how the movie ended. Cause I'm like, fuck you kids. So now you exactly. get your comeuppance. Like, like Dave said, but not for the reason that they get the, I was more pissed off at the movie. So I was just happy that they were getting fucking, um, that she was going insane and shot the dad in the head. And I was like, Oh, finally something to, to grasp onto here, but not for the right reasons. I don't think not for the reasons that the filmmakers wanted and not for the, not for the aha moment that they wanted. It was more anger on my part. I'm Same actually coming me, down the, to my, yeah. I'm coming down to my review now because it, I was so, I was so happy with how they were, they filmed it and how, how they were oh. developing atmosphere and everything. And then I was angry and I'm like, okay, but I'll be, I'll, I'll, forgive it. Now that we're having this discussion, I I'm like, I, where do I come in from the rating? Because I actually respect the movie on one part but then absolutely detest the decision they made.
2: Look, at the end of the day, like, you know, technical merit-wise, we talked about it, I, nobody's going to disagree and say, oh, this is an uh, you know, a unwell-made film or, you know, terrible acting." Mean, nobody's going to say that. But at the end of the day, there's got to be an entertainment factor to it, and it's just not there, and the reveal is just sort of, you know, it meanders to get there, and it's just like, eh, that's not what I wanted. I don't like it, and just end this already. So at the end of the day, it comes down to a a, a simple enjoyment factor that was lacking for me.
0: (laughs) It's funny because I think I like it more now. And now that I'm thinking about the unreliable narrator aspect of it, (laughs) now I want to go back and watch it and say, hey, uh, it's almost like when I thought that, about you know with her being off the pills and her maybe creating some things that aren't happening because we're seeing her having these 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 crazy dreams and everything else. maybe that's gonna add to it even more and that that could I, I don't know I, I think i I enjoy it more now because of of some of the things we've said here. I, I don't have a I understand I know uh, this movie has been pretty divisive. so this doesn't come as a surprise. I, and the first time I saw it, I was a little bit underwhelmed. and then when I found something out, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Then the second time was better, the third time. And now, I don't know. Now, now I just like it. And there's everything that goes on. I, I feel so bad for, for for the little girl in particular in the beginning, how upset she is and, and that scene that Watson was talking about with the, the down-not rising. I didn't think uh, – I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I didn't get anything out of that except a, a crushed little girl who – you know what sure. I mean? And how they're just going to push it forward. And you, you, you So much sympathy for her. And then yeah. – Later on, by the end of the movie, I have nothing, but uh, but sympathy for for, for the, Grace, for Grace, and, exactly, and yeah. That by the end, I feel so bad for everything she's gone through and she's yeah. trying to get things straightened out and this and that. But then they they put something in there, and I'm like, well, maybe there was cheating going on here because she says we're being judged for what we did. She's telling Richard. Of course, maybe because they weren't divorced yet or something. So maybe it wasn't cheating. Nobody knows. They don't get into that. And I don't necessarily need to be spoon fed every detail. Was well, she but... is
1: patient? Sorry. Or is he? He's not a doctor, is he? He's like an artist. Arch- he's a writer. Or writer. a writer. So
2: what? That, how did they meet? They they say a line. She was a subject, they were the subject of his book. The cult. Well, yeah, one Thank of his you. books. Yeah. The only reason. um, See, the doll thing. I, I I thought the doll thing was symbolic of like the very next line where she's like. She she can't get into heaven, you know, because of the suicide. But that's also symbolic of her not not being able to get into heaven, not rising. But uh, I I don't wish this went supernatural. I just wish it went somewhere else.
0: (laughs) I just all I like all the religious stuff throughout the whole movie. She comes from this religion, and the children are very Catholic. They do they got crucifixes everywhere. They do the sign of the cross and do the prayer. There there is so much religious. You know, stuff happening in this movie—it it permeates throughout the whole film, the imagery and everything else. And, but it's—I don't know—it's—it's it's done in a way that I'm not used to seeing. You're not seeing priests come in here, you know, uh, reciting you know verses from the Bible, and it's not. We've seen a lot of movies with religion in it, and, and Catholicism and everything else, and cults. I see we just get enough of it here that where it's almost like a a comparison. This is how cults are. And this is how these Catholics are. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, for I for a writer, like he's
1: an idiot. Because you never, you never go with a cult girl. Ever. I mean, that's just common fucking knowledge. Oh, that writer. I you thought you meant the guy that wrote the movie. You, you might <laughs> screw them once while you're writing the book. And then you, like, go, no, just like your cult, I'm kicking you to the curb. I also <laughs> babysit my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck, the guy is yeah, an shit. idiot. He's a shitball. No, again,
0: the movie's coming even further down. Why? Because <laughs> you also babysitting the- my kids. It's it's exactly yeah. it. Like fuck. That's what I'm saying. Now, to me, because he's such a shitball, that should make the movie go up because it makes the the, the children's intentions that much more important. It's like okay, Ooh, obviously, okay, our father doesn't give a shit about us. You know yeah. what I mean? He did this and this and this. Then why care when they get shot in the head?
1: (laughs) Should have been like, (laughs) then they should have taken a bow. They would have been mission accomplished.
3: Fuck (laughs) you, dad. Yeah.
2: Thanks, Grace. As, much as, as much as I hate him and, and I'm you know i complaining about the fact that he goes away and leaves him there with her, you mentioned earlier that, oh, well, maybe this is an opportunity to them to bond in isolation. He has no idea what the kids are planning, so maybe I can forgive him. Maybe he's like, all right, it's been seven months. I do love this girl. I want to marry her. I, I, you know, I, I'm regretful of what happened to your mother. Maybe I did cheat, but, you know, she, she still had to pull the trigger. Not to be a fucking dick, but uh, – you know he's trying, and and uh so I, I'm kind of torn as to whether he's like a total asshole or not.
0: I think he is an asshole. I think he's an asshole right yeah. from the jump, because when he makes the woman, instead the girl's not supposed to be at the house when she's there, and he bullshits her. You know, yeah, he way, lies, like,
2: he like, lies, like, and she sneaks out. The so easy,
0: yeah. just don't fucking be here that day, or or plan it later and leave her. He's literally taking two glasses of wine and putting them into the fucking dishwasher. He's really trying to fucking hide, really, and then. He he all he cares about is his woman. He puts a dog bed in the fucking house yet neglects to fucking hide the mother's winter hat and the mother's shit that's still in the house, which is, of course, it's going to upset the kids. And, you know, you're going to let this woman put on their fucking dead mother's winter hat. So you were smart enough to give her a dog bed. But you weren't smart enough to give this girl winter clothes for when you're gonna go outside and fucking play on the ice chair. Take my ex-wife's clothes, or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about those really important details.
1: Should but she have been smart enough? <laughs> dog
4: She's at. a fucking girls adult. Love that when you, <laughs> girls love that when you give them your ex's uh, stuff. They they believe me, every one of your female listeners are like, Yes, I love it when my man gives me uh, <laughs> his ex's stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, I gotta put a little onus on her too. You were a kid. Let the fucking cult go. Grow up. Let oh, it go.
2: Well, she, it go. she videoed it. She videoed <laughs> all the I dead bodies. That. She videoed all the dead bodies covered <laughs> with the cloth. Let so it she, go, bitch. That's what I'm saying. She's <laughs> fucked up. She, she never trying. fully recovered. She never fully recovered. She's gonna have a breakdown at some point, regardless right. of whether these kids do this or not. She well, is, the father's hopeful. Now, I,
4: I'm with what Dave is saying. In that the father is hopeful. I mean, like you know, whereas when I'm dating somebody, they don't get to meet my son. That's kind of my thing. Is like, ah, oh, I don't, really? you know, no, that's not, that's not on the the menu here. This guy's like, all right, we got to integrate the family unit here, and you know, okay, my kids, Grace, come on, yeah, the cult. I don't know. I believe in you, and I do get that. That's why when the sort of inopportune situation arises, like, hey, I got to go into work. He's hopeful. And I do get that, like, it's like, yeah, it's an asshole move. It's maybe inattentive, but it's believable. So I'm with that. What does he have to go to work for? He's a writer. Well, (laughs) wait, 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 pull up a chair and write. (laughs) Interesting. I actually did not think of that. Like, I mean, maybe get some internet. I don't care how remote
1: you are. Get something over there. Get some all satellite well, internet. And he went okay. all the
2: way back home to the dollhouse for five <laughs> out
1: for six hour yeah, drive, for... five hour drive.
2: Come on.
1: All
0: we know is that he wrote a book. That's all we know. We don't. Uh, he might do something else full time. He might work for a newspaper. For all we know, we don't know any of that. Okay. okay. All we or, know is he's or working
2: a digital for... media platform.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pop horror. He's a fucking star. Yeah. <laughs> pop horror. <laughs> it's like working for fucking Fangoria. I know all about it. Uh, anyway, we should probably wrap this thing up because uh, we, we only have 45 idea. minutes and I know we want to dig into It Follows. We, I, I could talk another 15 minutes here easily. I wish we had the time, but we just don't. So... It, it it is what it is. is. I'm just
2: come. upset the gun didn't have four bullets in it at the <laughs> end, and it only had three because I would have liked one for myself.
0: <laughs>
1: you just pass that through the TV. I like, so are we giving us. number
2: ratings or just head ratings? Because it's a 2020. I know we. Oh, people
1: I, hate. This. I'm I'm fucking staying out of this one.
2: I'm just asking. I'll I'll give my number rating because it, it, you could already tell it's not making my top 20. No, in no, year. no, no. no, 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 no. Let, let's
0: do head ratings.
2: Okay, it's a mild rumble. And it gets that for its technical merits.
0: Okay. You know what? This actually helps me because regardless of which, uh, which rating I went for – uh, it was still going to be the same so it doesn't matter I will say one quick thing I love some of the shots in the edit towards the end I love the free yourself from the false idol thing that she's talking about it ties in with the Dow it's cool everything else the plan with the gas heater all that stuff worked and a couple scary dreams and I jumped twice because of the freaking music and because of a couple scenes involving uh, th- that scariest organ and the dreams and then the, you know anyway um, it's a full head explosion
1: mild rumble i must with B. it was a half head for sure but uh, I, I I'm getting I I just yeah. Narratively speaking, I'll be, I'll be I'm not I'm Next not happy.
0: I won't say nothing. I guess I made it worse for you with all my fucking. No I no, I tried no, no 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 no. Apparently it, I did. Yeah. I'd like to
2: blow half my head off.
0: <laughs>
2: Is that a rated?
1: Watson, do you like hockey? Do <laughs> I like cock? Hockey
4: oh what I was, uh, no, well, no i heard you. it's I heard pretty you. much like sure head head. let's let's uh improve our relationship <laughs> I, I admit I've been uh sleeping on your side of the bed a little bit you've been a bit of a blanket hog uh yeah let's let's improve our relationship no <laughs> uh, no hockey school I've been to a few hockey games in my life yeah perfect I'm going mild rumble as well um and everything dave is saying Dave hasn't said one thing that I'm like I that I disagree with it's just it's It's the nature of the story itself that I I just – to be reductive, I'm just like, well, this story's not for me, but I can see why it's masterful. So that's just kind of where where I am with that. I have to be objective in my statement that like, yeah, if people are – like one of my favorite podcasters ever, Jay of the Dead, rates us a 10 out of 10, and I can watch this movie and go, yeah, I see where you're coming from. And so – but for me, it's like it's not my type of story. But it is good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with that mild rumble. It, it, it is good, though. Yeah, not J- guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> <Jay Murph. laughs> yep, yeah.
0: What do you say about Jay smurf
2: I said, yeah, Jay murph <laughs> <laughs> He said J-The Dead. I said, yeah, Jay oh, murph <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, we got to get into this next one.
2: Uh, All right. The main yeah. event. Let's see who hates this. Let's see if Christian's three for three.
0: <laughs> oh, Mr. Mild Rumble. We may as well call him the jaded one in <laughs> Mr. Mild Rumble.
2: (laughs) All right, it follows the 2014 David Robert Mitchell, writer-director. A young woman is swallowed by an unknown supernatural force after a sexual encounter.
0: And this comes from SC. Thank you, sir. Thank you, SC. Let's get into this one. A classic, an absolute... To me, this movie is kind of like A Nightmare on Elm Street for uh, the last decade. And why I say that is because of the ideas behind it and the execution and the originality of it. That's what it feels like to me. I'm not saying it's as good as A Nightmare on Elm Street. That's just the comparison I have, and I, I think that both are American classics now.
2: It's so funny. I was talking to someone recently, a friend, and she brought up A Nightmare on Elm Street, and yet the thing I criticized about this film is something I forgive in that film. And she's like, you're not being objective. Like, uh-huh. You don't have to be objective. Each film is its own thing. I'm being subjective, and uh, <laughs> that's the fact that they these kids they don't see it, but they see what it does to Jay, and I feel like that just takes away a, a layer of uh, of fear that that was there up until that point. Until you, you they think they finally, should all be able to see it. I think they none of them should be able to see even even when it gets close to her and attacks her.
0: So okay. when her hair is being pulled, you don't want them to see
2: it? I don't want them to see her hair go up in the air. It's all want the good hitting... stuff. How do they know
0: something's happening? Then they think she's a fucking Looney Tunes.
2: That's the point. Blind faith. Oh,
0: face. you and that. Blind face. face. <laughs>
2: I, I'm a mental big illness. fan of that with he this type
0: of film. <laughs> Why do they get to see it? Why? Dude, it makes they... sense for once. Usually you don't see it. This time you actually do see it. Nah. Fucking. Because I'm you should cool. see it. If something attacks you, if a ghost pulls your hair, I should be able to see it. Why should I not be able to? It makes no sense. That for movies for years we it's like that discussion we had the other day about um, vampires wearing clothes. They look in the mirror and, and and you you still you don't see the clothes. You should see the fucking clothes. it mm. has been done wrong for too long. Now all these years you see things happening and somebody being attacked and people don't see it. Now they're actually doing the right thing. And if somebody's gonna pull my hair, guess what? Why should that be imaginary to me or I don't know? I I think it's it's better because you do see it, but that's me.
4: This is yeah, the, well, movie. the film did set the precedent that the creature, the entity, does interact with the physical world, and they hold to it. So I'm I'm fine with them seeing it myself. Yeah, I'm down with that.
2: That's the thing, but I feel like it represents sort of like this loss of innocence and this. Coming Absolutely. face to face with mortality—that's that's what I see this film is about. Not about STD, not about STDs, not about violence against Eat. women. About Well coming, done. Yeah, about coming. I don't to even think from, about
0: STDs. About
2: coming to term with your own mortality. I mean, that's why the first image that that Jay sees of of an it is is an old woman, because all women grow up eventually and become old women and die. Oh. Dealing with our own mortality and stuff like that, and, and so. Her sexual encounter like awakens her to 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 being an adult and to into coming face to face with her own mortality. So when the others see it, even though I'm not saying the others haven't been sexually active, I just feel like there's like like Greg's character doesn't believe her. He doesn't really see it. He's there That's at the why. beach, but he doesn't really see it. But he doesn't believe her. Whereas the others see it and all and immediately, it's almost like a team effort. Like us versus it it's it feels it just it, it it just took me out of like that really horrifying feeling of dread of being isolated and alone and not being able to communicate with others your fears and the minute they see it they're like sort of on board and i do like the pool scene but again i just wish they didn't see it i just wish it was presented in a way where they believe her because they're her friends and they love her, but it just doesn't play out. It, that's not, I don't want to say it looks wonky because it doesn't. It's still very cool and very sort of messy, which makes sense given that they're, you know, I mean, they're not kids, but they're young adults. So they wouldn't be, you know, as uh, as creative as Aiden was in the lodge. I, I
1: just love it as an ongoing <laughs> as an entity that can't be stopped that will constantly come after you so you could you could pass it on but you're always going to live with that fear because if they get killed it's coming right for you and it'll go right down that line and that's the most terrifying thing well didn't just come up in a conversation. D you said you take the money someone was asking would you take a million dollars if you knew that a super slug or something would come after you or 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 whatever and I I said no cuz I'd always be worried I'd always have that fear that it's coming <laughs> after me and I can't live with that I would go insane so you can't sleep like, you, you that, that's it and like I even and I was even like, don't get me wrong, because this movie keeps going up for me every watch. I liked it the first time I watched it. This is like the fourth time now. And I love it now. I, I, I just love it. I love the, the the acting, the pacing, everything about it. But it's that fear, that constant fear of something evil Coming after you, pursuing you, and that you could yeah. try—like there, there are friends that have uh, sleep with her to try to to try to push it off into someone else, but it, it backfires and it keeps coming. Yeah, back. you
2: can never, you can never, you can never get too far ahead of it, and that's—it's it, the most terrifying concept I think for a film in the last, well, at which, least in the last two decades, probably.
1: Which I understand where the the the, the STD idea came from but that couldn't have been what the filmmaker's intention was because other than passing it along through sex the the underlying themes don't
4: line up with with an std christian i know we'll probably get to this later but thank you for saying that because i do believe that that reading of the film it does this film damage by going, oh, this is an STD demon, and it's about abstinence, and it's anti-sex, very conservative, and it's blah, blah, blah. I'm like – I've never had that re- that reading of the film, and in fact, I have something of an alternative take on this film that I've never heard anybody say outright before, and I'm actually I- – I'm very – I'm, I'm overjoyed guys that you <laughs> don't fall into that, you know, that, that camp of going, well, this is just a metaphor for, you know, sexually transmitted, blah, blah, blah. It's like, cause it isn't. And I really like that. You've, you know, see put together those pieces that where you're like that. It seems like that at first, but when you really look at it, it's not that. And l- let's talk about the technical aspects guys. I mean, in lesser hands, you know, this script almost certainly would have played out in maybe in like an uninspired and generic fashion, so I gotta give props to David Robert Mitchell for bringing this story to life with such a technically proficient eye. I mean, as filmmaking goes, see, you can attest to this, I mean, it's nearly perfect in that arena, like everything from shot composition, color Mm. correction, lighting, the score by disaster piece, the performances, everything here that is technical, maybe you don't like the story, but everything technical is handled with Skill and this is the reason why I was so glad I was able to get my technical difficulties in order today, so I could jump on because I have never been able to talk about this movie. And yeah, I'm, I'm very glad to. What, what do you think about the technical aspects, gentlemen? The elements there?
1: Oh, well, top he loves yeah, top notch is right. I love his use of 360. He yes. loves taking the camera. And, yeah. and and doing the 360 pans by actually having a reason to do it and telling the story that way from that opening sh- like well is it the op- yeah the opening shot right is yeah that where it is she runs out and then and, and then it yeah. follows her down the, the road why is she wearing high heels that that drives me I think nuts david <laughs> robert
4: mitchell likes he's like quentin tarantino i think this guy is into the footwear i think he's into it that's okay i'm not gonna king shame the gentleman but there are some times where i'm like oh why isn't why is she wearing those those fuck me pumps why is Jay not wearing his shoes. What's going on here? It's okay. I'm in it too, but let's you know, let's not let's not put this on the forefront, guy. No, oh, no, no,
0: no, no. That's what's great about I'm it. I'm playing two things. The opening scene to me, the first five minutes of this film, the, with the music and everything, and when it leads yeah. to her being at the beach with the running around and coming oh, back in the, is the house. That
1: reveal, and yeah, to-
0: yeah, dude. That is one of the maybe the best opening scene in a horror movie of the entire last decade. I've always. Loved it. I think it's excellent. The first time I saw it in the theater... I knew I was onto something special just by the movie. the way the movie began. As far as the high heels, that just furthermore proves the fact that she was in a rush. It was the only thing that she saw sitting there, threw them on, get me the fuck out the door instead of going barefoot. What are these by the door? Boom, slip them on and go. To me, it shows desperation. I just want to have something on my feet and, and, and I'm running outside. And but because you, you, you
4: know what I, it is too, gentlemen, is because some people are like, why is she running around in the circle like that and doing that? You know what it is? It's it, I think she's trying to get it to get get the creature to walk toward her so she can get to her car i really think that's what's happening there yeah that's i think kind of it, clever it's that and i think it's just it's just like
1: uh being freaked out like in that moment and you're right it's like she, she runs out i love how they, that woman addresses do you are you all right do yeah. you need help you okay yeah like, yes. it's, it's great and again it gives a reason for the camera it comes over there follows that then she runs back and i think you're right. It. it has the, the creature circling around. Brandon, like Brandon and I think Watson, you already alluded to like some of the, the creatures of, of the visions that you see was one of my quibbles the like the first time, not not when Brandon argued the mortality and the old lady, the great, but I'm just talking about like the fact that it could be anything I kind of thought was a little mismatch at first. Now That's I true. love it. I, I've grown to I've grown to love it, but at first that was a quibble of mine. I'm like, well, what?
2: Yeah, no, I'm not. I have no issue with that. I love that, and I do. I do agree with Dave on the opening shot being one of my favorite opening scenes. And and the 360. You're right. I mean, it's it's almost like you you just you have to be aware of everything going on in your surroundings. And I love that opening sequence because you don't really see a creature. You're looking. You're looking everywhere. It's like when Jay's on the swing set later on. You're looking everywhere, and there's nothing yeah. there. And that's what I'm talking about with like supernatural or ghost stories or anything like that, hauntings. The less you see, the scarier it is, which is why, you know, going back to Oculus, it's almost like less is more, Flanagan.
4: (laughs) Well, Matt, B, I love what you're saying because as story goes, it really is the subtleties all throughout this entire thing that elevate this film above. It's really just elementary premise. I mean, these characters, you know, are richly fleshed out and the script does a remarkable thing in that it actually spends time with them and establishing their world and the things in it to the extent that as you watch you're getting a very real sense of the world these kids inhabit and you know keeping to the subtle elements of the film though when you look at all the times blurry figures walking in the background are used against us as viewers right? When you look at the photos in Jay's house, who's in them and then who shows up later? When you examine who the ghost appears as at different points in the story. Sometimes it's the little voyeur kids. Sometimes it's somebody in the scene. Sometimes it's, you know, somebody random. When you consider the imperceptible nature of this film's time period and maybe even the season, all these things show a picture taking shape that ultimately, you know, illustrates just how much care went into crafting this film. And when I know filmmakers are serious about their movie, it's just that much better to me. And and you you catch these things like almost like Easter eggs on repeat viewings.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh. And
1: and that does I think like you you get it there. It's there. So we subliminally may absorb some of that imagery and and those nuances that you described on upon first watch or some keen viewers will, but not everybody does. So it becomes great when you when you see that and go oh shit you see who's in the picture there and then it, or or whatever it may be and it works. The last shot works because it again reinforces you will never be free of this you'll never be whether that was the intention at all that person walking directly behind which you know they're not going to put anything into the frame that they don't want in the frame that that ominous person that's just behind them walking towards them we don't know could just be someone walking down the street it could it could be the monster and And the setting
2: that's great the setting (laughs) that they have it and it's just so. Vaguely ambiguous. It almost feels like an alternate world that we're right. in, like and a t- modern, timeless,
1: right? amalgamation it, of seventies, eighties, nineties.
2: Yeah, I mean, because look, there's there's two TV, there's two TVs in this. Um, there's an organ player in the theater.
0: Oh, by the yet- way, that theater, you know what that is? A hundred percent. That is just like the, the the Riviera Theater, the one that I told you I went to and I saw Witchboard and everything else. With when the, I watch, cigarettes this-
1: rolled up in your sleeves.
0: Yeah, that's it. Cigarettes (laughs) in my sleeves, the whole nine. And if you sit there and you watch them sitting, you could see that there's a balcony there. They're not in the balcony, but I'm telling you, that is just like the Riviera Theater. And in that theater, to this day, they still do have the organ player. It's the Mighty Wurlitzer. Which is the street I grew up on. But anyway, I didn't mean to. It just popped in my head when you said yeah. that. I'm sorry. And then
2: Yara is reading uh, Dostoevsky on that compact.
4: Yes, it's the like idiot looks, by Dostoevsky. Yeah. Yes, on that little imaginary, not real little Wi-Fi that seashell Yeah, yeah. like That's a little it.
2: makeup compact, like a mirror. Yeah.
4: <laughs> awesome. so, but Dave, I gotta I gotta throw this in really quickly. And the reason I wanted to chat about this movie with you guys is, is you know. Because I, I think I have an alternative take on this movie that I've never heard anyone say. But also what's kind of cool is I was actually able to catch this while it was in its festival circuit before the hype. And you know, I was actually kind of underwhelmed at first and, and then but I, I grow to love this movie each watch, but I was able to see it in a sort of theater where they were. When they were seeing that Ooh. movie, and hey, what did the girl in the yellow dress? Right, and I have heard some criticism, and maybe there are listeners who are like, who are like, well, if he knew this creature was following, why would he go to a theater where there's only like you know two you know exits in this room? It's like, look, sometimes if if you're d- dating a girl like Jay, sometimes you got to risk it for the biscuit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Word. Yes. <laughs> <And> he gets freaked <laughs> out of,
4: and they of.
1: leave. So he 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 plans on risking it, but then he they he gets spooked and they get the hell out yeah. of Dodge. <laughs> You know, you yeah. were,
0: man,
2: you know. Now, but also, th- the, t- the talk, I was uh, sorry. Sort sure. no, 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 talk back and forth between the innocence of being a child and sort of growing up and becoming an adult, the, the conversation about when they were younger and they had all the yes. nudie magazines. And then later on, when they're searching for Jeff, they're in the house and there's all these play pens. And it just takes oh. on a much sleazier feel. A lot of, uh, well, and, a lot and, of mirroring and back B. and
4: forth. Right. Be when they're in the theater talking about that little trading places game, and he looks at the little kid going yeah. like, "Hey, I'd like to be him because this guy wants to start over." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to that place of innocence. V- good observation, buddy. Very astute. And I'm, so, man. You. you are a good podcaster. I take back everything I've told you. <laughs> <Dave.
0: laughs> You're good. Yay. See, I don't
4: know. No, I love you, buddy.
0: <laughs>
1: but I, time- I didn't want you on today, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I agree with that dude, Here. though, man. When he's standing in line, I would have said the exact same thing. It says, Who do you want to... I would have said the kid, the baby, whatever. Who doesn't want to go back? I sure as I well want to be that young again. That's the best age to be. Carefree.
1: Not, a... not a yeah. care in the world other than waking up and watching cartoons, being fed. Yeah. That's it. Shitting and maybe getting a little bit on the seat. No, one, no one's going to care. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the greatest. One of the
1: things, again, watching it this time, again, I'm not... Saying it's a quibble, but it's a reality of it. So we're talking about like the distance factor. So they at one point go to like a summer home or what seems seemingly is a cottage or or another another place. I think they're driving for I would assume two hours or so. They don't really give an, a, a, a time frame, but that person, the it, uh, comes and gets them like the next day. And I thought that was a little weird because it's always on foot walking. Comes well, the next day.
2: There's some inconsistencies with that. Look, Greg has sex with her shortly after that when she crashes the car and, and it's in the hospital and he doesn't see it for three days. So so there we go. So, so again, there's, you know, there's
1: inconsistencies with the...
4: But when, I like it will that. That up. makes like, it
2: more terrifying. You know yeah. it's coming, but you don't know where it's coming from.
4: Or when. Yeah, well, true. Yeah. Can, can I ask you guys, how do you feel about the ambiguous nature of the creature and its mythology? Like the director has stated that the rules we get in the film are strictly from Hugh's point of view that's the you know it, listeners that's the guy who jay initially has sex with in, at the beginning that that the rules right. are strictly from his point of view and that they might not necessarily be entirely accurate or fully realized so if that's the case if we're led to believe that there is more to this creature than the film outwardly implies then do you guys believe this vague approach to what this entity is? Do you think that's smart or lazy? I mean, smart. if there really smart. are no clear rules. Smart. Okay, I, I think I'm with you guys. I'm I'm still actually trying to figure that out. Because if there are no clear rules about its behavior smart. other than the fact <laughs> that, okay, we know it's passed on via sexual intercourse and that it can shapeshift. I mean, I suppose you can't argue against anything the creature does or doesn't do, right? And isn't that kind of a you know it could be perceived as an easy way out of explaining things but it also is covering your bases for example the director has said this creature is not above boarding a plane to follow a victim if they decide to fly off and that's smart so uh, but but why don't we ever get a sense of its ingenuity in the film itself like i i know it was a deliberate decision to keep the creature nebulous and unknowable right but how much better would it have been if we got a clear sense of it like maybe we see the creature throw our characters for a loop do something unexpected. Come out I, of a cab. Listen, I can't... Do not be the only one in the and cab. I can't won't argue that this film breaks any rules because some people say, no, this film breaks its rules. I don't think it does because because we're never given a reliable illustration of the rules. But I don't know. I did, did you guys need more? Were you fine with the less is more approach? What do you think? Less
2: is more... The more you give the... I don't know, the more open to criticism it becomes because then people don't sure. like it defined, defining its terms and, and its rules. And then it becomes less scary. It just becomes a generic you know, sort of creature feature almost or you know, demon feature or whatever it might be. I yeah. like the idea that we don't know what it is. I, I agree. Look, I know. I know I'm all over the place sometimes. I know this is another one of those, well, you need to have answers and have things drawn out for you. You don't like these open-ended stuff. It's film to film with me. I'm sorry. It's always going to be that way. I just can't. I can't explain why. For this film, it works. If it was another film, I might not like it. And that would be something
1: that they would do in the sequel, because you know that they would need to do a little bit more, establish something more, give a little bit more to to the the lore or the mythology so that would be something to follow up on i'm not going to say i would dislike a scene although i was making a joke and dave you laughed but and when watson you're talking i said what if they showed at this thing like uh, at the summer home thing that there was a car that drove up someone got out and we just see this mysterious person in the back and then look we don't have to see them walking at that point but it it alludes to it it wouldn't have taken anything away from me but it could have explained the fact that now timing is not it's not two people
2: two people would have to get out a real person well yeah of of
1: course right it's not it's
2: not
4: ghost. Uh, hey it's it's ghost dad in (laughs) itself i saw that in the theaters when i was a little kid oh i think that every time you guys talk about ghost dad i'm like i was four years old and saw that in 1988 or 89 or whatever it was
0: Well, I agree. Less is more. And B, you beat me to the punch because I was going to say that to you. I was going to say, I can't believe the guy that always wants extra detail about the motivations of characters and why and this and that and it is always his beef. Now he's saying less is more. I pretty much always say less is more. That's why uh, I'm saying even I know. less
2: touching, even less showing of the touching.
0: No, I, I, I'm digging it. Th- like, th- th- maybe,
2: maybe like, the what? scene at the pool at the end, maybe when Jay's being held under by the, by the entity, maybe they look under and she's just literally, like, sitting there. Interesting. Sitting there? I mean, my whole well, sex life is more not 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 struggling, just, like, sort of, like, under there by herself. It's not going to create doubt because we're, as the viewer, we're seeing it and we know
0: it's real. But... Oh. That's one of head. my favorite shots of the film, actually. No, I,
2: I, I, the I the enjoy scene. the scene. I just I I feel like those scenes where they throw the sheet on and it looks like a ghost and yeah, fucking makes back, sense. and it, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. But then he's shooting, he shoots Yara in the leg. It just it feels a, it's good, but it feels a little silly
4: and a little out of the uh, the horror of it all. Scene, yeah, can I can I? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry, Dave, uh, I, I interrupted you, buddy.
0: No, no, no. I I just want to say to me. What else Dad, is new? I, to me that all makes sense it all makes sense that less is more and that things are not just there are no rules this again i'm going to make the comparison this is very much like a nightmare on elm street same thing in a nightmare on elm street you see things happening and we see these another thing i like about this movie and i may be wrong but we don't see a lot of teens in peril as a group in suburbia anymore movies we don't Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys are going to point about 100 movies out at me that I'm off the top of my head not thinking. But that's, again, it's back to that comparison. But we have these teenagers trying to figure shit out and doing the best they can. And that's why there are
1: Likeable teenagers, which is very important. A good group of core friends and even like the players, even the guy at the beginning, you like even though what he's do- doing to him, the way that he kind of explains yeah. it, like, I'm sorry, like, they make him as likable as he yeah. can for what he's done. Like, they don't, you don't get that. So well, that's, that's what, the that's extra why care. I
2: immediately dismissed the idea that this is, you know, a, a, a sexual assault type uh, film. Thank like you. Like, being, being haunted by that because it's that not. was not, it's not, that was never his intention
4: because he's a victim too. And when she's giving the whole thing to the police, they ask her, was it consensual? Exactly. And some people yeah. have been like, oh, that you know, she's covering for him because women's voices aren't heard. I'm like, yeah, man, that might be a societal problem, but not in this movie. She's being honest. Yeah, I, I, I was down with what was going on. And I want to talk about that theme later because that's the whole sort of – Maybe it's my take on this film isn't as alternative as I was thinking it was. Uh, So I'm so glad we're kind of lining up there. But I want to go back because this is bothering me, guys. Christian, like, is he a good editor or we got to – what are we doing with it? No. Uh, No. How how do you guys feel about the pool scene and the plan they hatch? Okay, because I watched this with my son. And after the pool scene was over, he goes, Dad, what was happening there? My fourth time seeing this movie and – okay. I like this movie quite a bit, but I hate this pool scene. I just have to – I high-key hate it. The director has said, look, he's going, it's supposed to be a stupid plan concocted by a bunch of dumb kids. So the plan's failure was on purpose. I meant to do that, this director's saying. But the more I sit here thinking about the logic behind this pool scene, there's a reason, okay, guys, uh, that the viewers weren't let in on Paul's brainstorming session here, and that's because literally no conversation in the world could or would happen between these kids that would lead to them doing this. Think about this. This creature has given them absolutely no definitive sense of the speed, like you guys were saying earlier, at the speed at which it comes for its victims, which is really cool. Sometimes it gets there pretty quickly. At other times, it literally takes days for it to show up. We don't know what the creature does when it's not present so it could be up to literally anything while they're having their little swimming pool party golfing. so for example it could, be, it could be grabbing ladders so it can climb on top of houses to suntan with the old cock out and i'm not i'm not even joking like this what, creature, a, what a bush. Well, right, right, this creature has to interact. He, he needs to get laser hair treatment, like you be, but he has to. This creature interacts with the physical world, like any human being. So, when you see it standing on the roof in that one scene, it broke into these people's garage, grabbed a ladder out from behind some boxes that the husband told the wife he'd get rid of, but never did. This thing carried it to the side of the house, set it up so it's sturdy, hauled its ass up this ladder, rung by rung, then stood there to scare Jay so you know Christian could have a nice visual, some delicious dick. Hey, at then least- they at least it didn't show a floating ladder. I know a floating yeah. ladder. Then it, well, then it had to climb back down and resume its walking again. Like you know, and that's silly because. But the deal is, some people said that's rule breaking. But we don't know what this thing does when we exactly. don't see it. So back to the pool scene, though. Okay, we don't hear them talk about this bullshit plan because they would tell Paul to fuck himself, and I like <laughs> Paul, so I don't want that for him. He no, seriously. Here's how the conversation would go. He'd sit there and he'd be like, "So, everybody." I'm thinking we head over to that indoor pool place with a bunch of electronics, right? Okay. We'll set them up around the pool with Jay inside the pool, right? Then when it comes for her, gets in the water, everybody, we're pushing those electronics and we're going to shock this thing to death. Also, I got that gun from earlier. If that doesn't work, who's with me? And Jay would seriously be like, Homie, your dumbass forgot that I'm inside that pool. So I'm not trying to get electrocuted. Fuck that. Also, the breakers are going to trip anyway, meaning we're just pushing a pushing a bunch of my mom's valuables in the pool for nothing. Also, <laughs> did you see that episode of Mythbusters? And if this creature's underwater at any point, the bullets aren't going to hit it. So also fuck that. We're literally not doing this. And we have absolutely no clue how long we're going to have to chill at this place before the creature shows up. It could be days. Remember all ten times I was in the hospital? Yeah, we chilled. It didn't show up. It was chilling too somewhere else. Here's what we're doing instead, Paul. I'm going to chill here at home. We're going to put a bucket of paint on top of the door. Then when the creature opens it up to get to me, the paint's going to fall on it so you can all see it. Then we're going to shoot it in the head, even though that didn't work earlier. So fuck your pool idea. We're not doing that. It's dumb. Don't get me wrong. I like this movie, but this scene is like the thing where I'm just going, nope, and no argument I've mm. ever heard, where like, no, no, no. is a fun Scooby-Doo gang type escapade <sighs> has ever convinced me that this is... Something that I'm down with. I can believe in a shape-shifting sex demon, but not this. I high key hate it. That's
2: okay. why. she had yeah. sex with him right after. She's like, Paul, you're such a dumb fuck. I'm giving you this curse. <laughs> because you. The, I, I think that was Plan
1: B. Christian. Plan B is that like, now I'll just go to that hooker that I thought, and which, which no. was a much more sound yeah. plan, but doesn't make for a good climax to the film. This is all about the climax of the film. It is a dumb plan. Every, I can't disagree with anything you said, Mr. Watson. But they needed something no. oh, big. I Oh, okay. Well, Dave can. And I, they needed something big for the climax, and then they go for the, the, the best plan, which is sleep with me, and I'm going to go to a prostitute who then is going to sleep with a bunch of people. Or sleep with somebody who then will probably go to a different prostitute, and then hopefully will be way down the line before this comes back to get us. What is your argument?
2: He, but he doesn't.
0: Okay. So uh, I think you had four points, Watson, on uh, um, the problem with the pool. I can yeah, dispute. I three of them except one the only one i will agree on is the time thing but you got to take a chance you got to go there maybe hang out for five hours and if it's bad you go back home and you go with plan b that's fine but as far as the others are concerned when you were saying i'm like i hope he's not going to say she's going to be in the water too i was going through this thinking anticipating what you were going to say because i already had retorts number one (laughs) the MythBusters thing i didn't know maybe i'm a complete idiot but i thought they would work so i yeah bullets can't
4: go through water no, 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 like, no, no, no. like that no, no. of this type of gun
0: not even the bullets i'm not even talking about the bullet. i'm talking oh, about throwing maybe i'm mistaken i thought i was talking about throwing those electronics in the water i thought that would be enough to make it work i don't know i don't know about the electricity and the size of the the voltage to the bottle to the water and everything else i don't know so i thought you were talking about that throwing a couple electronics in a big body of water isn't going to work I, if, if so i'm mistaken because either way i would have thought that would have worked Number one, the thing came up her, with the plan in the water, so here's what I look at. And the gun is for something else entirely. Okay. She's going to go in the water. She's going to wait when she sees the, the, the guy come in the building, whenever it is, come walking and has to walk across the tile. She's going to wait in the middle of the pool strategically. As soon as it'll they come at her, pardon me, it'll come at her. And then they can see where it's moving in the water. She, hold on, it'll come at her. Okay. And she'll get it, out. As soon as it puts any part of its body in the pool, she gets remember, out things move, right, things move slowly in the water, and that's going to include yeah. this thing. It's not going to chase her in any particular way, no matter how fast of a swimmer it is. As long as she can swim at all, which we know she is, she's a swimmer, she has a pool anyway, she could swim out pretty quickly that by the time that the things, because you know they pursue them in, in, in order. It just Here is she, and the thing's right behind her, you know, constantly tailing her. So if the thing gets in the water, and she's in the middle of the water, by the time, as soon as it gets in, she could get out the side, swim to the side quick, and get out. That gives time for electrocution. Now, to me, the gun thing is to maybe get it in the water if necessary. I was—I never thought the gun was to shoot while it's in the water. I thought the plan would be electrocution is going to be good enough. As soon as she's going to get out, there's going to be four of them together are going to be able to throw all the shit into the water and electrocute it quickly. Now, the, to me, the gun was, if it gets out, we're gonna put a thing over it shoot it in the head so we've seen that the that gunshots work and it will make them fall back shoot it so that it falls back into the pool so we have a second chance at it if it didn't work the first time to me all that stuff makes sense especially Dave,
4: I'm actually down with that I, I don't I- actually I don't disagree with Anything you've you've just said there, I just – uh I, st- I still hate the scene, though. I, I, I'm with you that as planning goes, what you said is legit because you would see it, and maybe it would give everybody an opportunity to see it walking through the water. She can get out. I, I just – you know, I, I'm I'm actually with that. I, I'm down with that.
0: Okay. See, it's teens, though. You know what I mean? It's these people coming up with something on the fly, trying – here's what you're going to – how are you going to kill it? There's going to be two ways to kill it, the way I look at it. Electrocution, is a left field one, but it works. If you throw something in a, bottle, a body of water and, let you, and electrocute it, you're gonna kill it. There's electrocution and there's fire. You can either burn it to death, put it in a place Michael Myers style and try to trap it and fucking burn it, but you can't really. I don't know how that works. How but, was that
2: worked out for Michael?
0: Uh, right oh, word. But, okay, Dave.
1: <laughs> everything you said, because I lovingly with wireless, I can hear you when I went. Oh wait, excuse me. I agree with that was the plan, but I can't disagree with what Watson said. It, it's still half-assed in the sense of like, yeah, but they're, they're kids throwing... they're in a rush. Yeah, okay, I know. But I she's in the
0: water. I, the plan is a. Can you do better in a fucking? You're 18 years old and, in a hurry or younger, and you're trying to figure out what what the fuck to do here. You can. You would think you I would have gone right
1: if, to Plan B if I was 18 and and that was the girl. I'd be like, like oh, Plan B, fuck the pool. I don't have gas money anyway. Plan B.
0: See, the pool works. It slows it down. <laughs> they need something to slow it down. Water is a way to slow anything down. I would down. have just
1: wanted to be get laid and then figure out from there. What they to want
2: do. to electrocute it because they already well, shot she does it. Get they, laid. they shot it at the lake house. Yeah, did so enough. So shooting, shooting it doesn't work. The only it did reason enough,
0: why I, it knocked it on its fucking ass for a second. That's why. That's work. why
2: Paul starts shooting because he's, you know, he's trying to, you know, stop it and slow it down, and he's trying to get it to like stop grabbing on Jay. But you know, right. he accidentally shoots the friend. But that was never the intent. I think it's just, you know.
1: And that's the only time. Party. That's really yeah. the only time that I, 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 kind of connected to it being some sort of virusy type thing or or, or something. Like that—that that would emulate like the the sexual transmitted disease factor is what it becomes in the water when like it becomes, like the
2: blood. I, I, I,
1: yeah, like that. that was it was cool. like that's the like only a, time a period, that I would have, or like something. which is it, it was just relating to something like I guess organic and and, and whatnot. Yeah. That's the only real girl. time frame I like would have. Girl that. becoming a woman. You think that was the metaphor that, that that's what was happening there? <laughs> <Did>
3: <laughs> the that, you think that's
1: Absolutely. what was
2: happening? Absolutely, 100%. Should, you're an just, like you th- just like you think Paul slept with a hooker.
0: You, you, okay, you don't think do he went through it? Does it work with condoms absolutely or not? not? If you absolutely. use a condom, is it passed on or is it not passed I, on? That's I absolutely
4: my- think it, I absolutely, I'm, Dave, think that it is. And I want to get to that, Dave. Remember you said that because I want to get to that in a minute. But we we got to go back to something that Christian and Brandon were talking about, about the passing, the nature of passing this thing on. What do you guys make of the scene With the guys on the boat, okay? So Jay sees the dudes out there, strips down, starts walking out to the water. The scene then cuts to her driving in her car. I think she fucked them. I think fucked one of them. And for the first time ever, I noticed that she was crying as she left. So do you guys believe that she had sex with one or all of them and Uh that's why she was crying? Or do you think that she was crying because she couldn't go through with it and couldn't buy herself time and was going through an existential thing as this demon is drawing closer every second? What do you guys think of that?
0: i like to think she
4: fucked them. <laughs> okay, see, Dave, I actually knew you would say that. And I'll say this. If she actually went out there and passed the demon on to one or all of them, because I actually do believe it would be all of them because of, right. you know, that's something I'm, I'm kind of going to say later, then fuck her. I actively hate her for it. And, Dave, mm-hmm. I know you're going to be like, you know what? Survival, 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 because you're that dude. You're going to be like, I'm, pass- I'm getting this thing as far. But, look, okay. let, let's go – I honestly choose to think I she. I fuck did my old mom if I got her. She could tell <laughs> him too. She, she can can't fuck pass him. it on to all. No, of them. no she would only pass it on to one. But she
2: didn't. I, sleep I, with any I of them. I
4: wonder about that, B. I actually wonder about that. I'm gonna say something later and and get your take on this. But for Jay to make sacrificial lambs out of these innocent dudes just trying to chill with the boys, they're cracking a cold one open with the boys, right? If this were an extreme horror film that was exploring the depths of sexual depravity, someone would have to go through in the name of survival. Then I'm down. That I love that she went out there, did a, little, did a little one-on-three. But this isn't that story. I know it's a questionable scene, but from a moral and ethical standpoint, Jay would be murdering these guys by proxy, like deliberately infecting someone with AIDS or something like that, if we're keeping with the sexual metaphors here. And if she does this knowingly, I can't root for her anymore, and I can't see any scenario where she cleans herself off after the gangbang and actually convinces all three of them that a demon is coming for them. And furthermore, if she did pass the demon on to them, effectively killing them in the process, then why does she just go chill at home and sleep on the floor? Why isn't she using this extra time to her advantage? You're telling me that she ended these three men's lives and then didn't get ahead of this motherfucker? Like, no, I can't see a moral, a narrative a thematic or tactical reason why she gave this demon to those boat guys. I like the thought exercise going on there. I like the red herring that I could, but the movie only works for me if she doesn't do it. I can't see, like I said, I can't see a narrative, thematic tact or tactical reason why she did it.
2: And Watson, that's why for, I... I've never once in the half a dozen times I've seen this film ever thought she did.
4: Okay, so yeah,
2: I either. now
1: you you argued no. it. And I agree. I agree, but I don't just I don't agree that Brandon doesn't think
0: what's his face slept with the hooker. I think he did. I do not.
2: I don't think he did either. I've I, never think he, he did. I think he. I think he. I think he
0: drove by and considered it, and that's really all they go with. Just
2: it. like she considered sleeping with them, but I think they Got were sleep. yes hanging on to the curse themselves.
0: I'll tell you what, Watson. For the first time, I've never thought that maybe she did not do it, but that does make perfect sense. I I do I I think he can go either way. But what wow. about this? What about this? Just like tell Mr. Watson. <laughs> well, what about this? How about she gets there? She tells the guys right off the bat, "Listen, I want to fuck the three you right now, but I'm going to tell you before you fuck me that there's a demon chasing me and it's not going to stop and it was passed down through somebody else." Back so, in the water, bitch. <laughs> This way she right? could do it. This way she Sorry. could do it and not feel guilt because she told them what was up before she had sex with them. She probably also figures they're not going to believe her, but that's their tough luck. So she she can she has a moral pass in her head. That's how I would do it. See, this Dave, way I, I'm with
4: that, go. except tactically. Then she knows. Okay, so if these guys, you know, are are chilling, let's say it goes after all three of them, and I actually do believe that condom sex, same sex whatever, oral whatever it is, gangbang, I honestly think it passed to all of them because of the nature of a sexual contract between people and what that means is where the, I think that's the method of transfer going on here. But she didn't get ahead of this thing then. She just went to sleep on the floor. She likes to sleep in weird fucking places, a hood of a car, on the floor next to the bed. You know, it's like, okay, so why aren't you getting ahead of this thing and using you just doom these guys. One of them's like if if oh god, if some girl at a bar you know separated me from my son and like cause a demon that she's attached to or whatever comes after me i am just gonna find that girl okay but (laughs) damn straight but but dude like tactically she fucks up and doesn't get ahead of this thing which is kind of why i'm sitting here going i don't think she did i think like with the hookers it's a red herring it's saying you know maybe that's out there uh, we see scenes when she's in the hospital of like a of, of of like a I think like a doctor and a nurse uh or maybe two nurses a male nurse and a female nurse kind of like talking by the locker we get uh you know yes, the, the yes, great I guy know. chatting with the girls in the cafeteria we're getting all these these little little scenes that say I don't know there are ways you can pass it but I don't think. They do in any uh, in any of these scenes. I don't think he messes with any of the – Greg messes with any of the girls he's, like, sitting there having lunch with while Jay is lying up in bed. I don't think she rocked those dudes on the boat, and if she did, then she sucks. And I don't think he messed with the hookers. I just – I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know I if we agree. see an example of them taking advantage of the red herring. It all I think plays, you got it. it
0: I, all you, play, I believe you now.
2: It all <laughs> plays back to the quote, to the Dostoevsky quote earlier on in the film. When faced with inevitable destruction, which is what this is, which is why they don't carry it on, because no matter how far they pass it along, it's inevitable that it'll make its way back to them. Either it or just life itself. Life will end. One would have a great longing, sit down and wait, come what may. Which is why Jay is just laying around at times, because it's almost as if she wants it to end. She wants it to get her.
4: B- Be- First off, quoting Dostoevsky is always a good move. That guy was a motherfucker, dude. He was great. Uh, Well done, B. So let's build off that here. Do you gentlemen believe that the creature following Jay – or, well, that the creature was uh, following Jay and Paul down the sidewalk in that final scene? Because I read somewhere that the presence of the colors red or pink foreshadow the appearance of the creature. Well, as Jay and Paul are taking that walk in that last scene, you know, we're 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 talking about inevitability B. The person walking behind them has red on their jacket, right? And mm-hmm. then I never noticed this. My son noticed this. As they then they're passing a gentleman raking leaves in his front yard. Dude's wearing a red flannel. I don't think they kicked it. I think they momentarily defeated it for, you know, a little by themselves a little time in the pool. But I I think it's it. I think it's it. And it's the subtlety. That's that gives you maybe a little sixty forty ago, and I think it's probably the creature. What do you guys think at the end there? You think they beat it? No, I think I, that's always how I thought, but i I, I actually thought it went one step further that maybe he's he did go
1: through it with with the hooker. okay, we just didn't see the inevitable that that it it probably killed the hooker off and now it's back sure. after them and this is time later but I've always thought that which is what I said is why I love that ending and why this is the scariest of all monsters in a sense of it will always come to get you to 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 be repetitive and, and to, to essentially uh, ape off what I said earlier that's exactly what why I believe that that is it that whether it's a foreshadowing or not I think it's actually the guy uh, the, the actual creature coming cool I
0: think I do too. What do you For think, nothing Dave? to do with colors or anything or whatever you just said. I don't know any of that. I, all, I disagree. Just there it is. It's showing them together, and it's <laughs> a perfect way to end it. That it's always going to be pursuing them. And then it got me thinking. It actually might not be. It, it's a bad ending, a sad ending, but maybe not. Because now these two can be swingers. And they could do all kinds of crazy shit together and keep passing it on to other couples. That's okay. what I was thinking. But this is oh, this is exactly it. You if, you're talking talking? About, if you're talking about if you're talking about if you're talking about the integrity of the characters, they can't.
1: But then that defeats like how like I don't don't get me wrong, I don't think they ever plan on doing a sequel or this, but the only way you could do this to keep the integrity of their character is by doing pre- a prequel. Like it comes instead of whatever. It comes. <laughs> it comes. <laughs> However, <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they did a sequel and it's following the, all these characters that t- end up getting offed, and at the end of the movie it comes back to them? Yeah, I
4: bet that you would want be fantastic, off, don't you? But then that, that would that, be amazing. That or, would be yeah, amazing.
1: However, yeah. thematically, then they're assholes again because they try to pass it off to to rid themselves of the of the I
2: I, I think it's a sad and beautiful ending at the same time. It's sad that inevitably it's probably going to destroy them. It's beautiful in the sense that they are not distancing themselves from each other. They're staying together. So if it gets one, it gets both. Because once it gets Paul, it goes right to Jay and they're holding hands. They're together in this till the end. And I'm they're not, not, gonna not die. swingers. They're not fucking others. They're not. They
0: can be. And they what can I'm, be, they're not, they're well, not though. Well, wait a minute, this is what I don't get She's like a porn star This fucking high moral compass of you three How is this <laughs> any, any different? No, it's true How is this any different than the ring Where at the end of the ring, they say, all you got to do is get someone else to watch this videotape and then tell them after they've watched it. Now, all you have to do is take this videotape and get someone else to watch it. Why am I a horrible person? Because I, if I was a single man, slept with a woman and then she gave it to me and I don't want to die on my daughter. So I, therefore, have to survive. And I go out and I do it to someone else to do the same thing. So in the ring, it doesn't bother you. No one's ever had this conversation where it's like, oh, they're terrible people for pushing it on and the, the videotape's still in the world. How come you people are coming on this freaking moral high ground where I got to feel like a jerk Whoa. off here You because I'm trying to say
2: hey, that- Jews you need you black? people? <laughs> oh, Jews, blacks, or lizards? Thin-skinned lizards. <laughs> oh, you bitch.
1: I, I, I hear you, Dave. I hear like you a
0: bad guy sitting with three freaking uh, choir boys because I think it's okay to pass it on because I want to survive. As long
2: you're, pre- as you you're pretty evil. Tonight's discussion. Why is is evil? Much, I don't Why know is you're that just, evil? It you're would just, it be evil? Go ahead. Tell him. It's it's just self indulgent. So you just can let yourself fucking die. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let myself die. I'm just not gonna oh, no. kill anyone else.
0: Well, then you are doomed, yeah. you're destined to die. All you got to do is go to bed. And even if it is a snail, like freaking C says, <laughs> you're going to be dead in like less than a week. It's going to come and get you. There's no way to escape it. That's the terror of this movie. It's going to come. You're not going to live long at all, which is why Hugh does what he does. I mean, yes. You do what you do and then you tell them after, now you have to do the same. How is that any different than the ring? When they do it in the ring and the little boy make the tape and at the end and they pass it on, they say, Okay. So you you all three of you guys are telling me you would just accept your faith and let this thing get you. You're probably not. Oh no, work no, no.
1: I, I agree. I'd have I'm sex I'm with fucking Christian. whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking
1: whatever it gets in my way.
4: Does Annu I... count?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and what <laughs> about interspecies?
4: your species? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm gonna okay. like, get this like nice little dog.
0: I was going to say that, yeah. Oh, you read my mind. What if you fucked a dog? Right. I don't want to kill a dog. I'm down with
4: that. Well, you know, Dave, speaking to what you're talking about, about the the, the morality and the ethics, is I'm not going to sit there and lie down and die. But I also don't have faith in other people. Like, I think it's maybe my sort of mistrustful self, and maybe it speaks more to me and my ability to trust that somebody else can dodge this thing before it gets back to me. I trust my... Defense mechanisms to be able to keep my keep this creature at bay more than I count on some girl who's like when I asked her on first date, what kind of music do you like? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, okay well, obviously (laughs) you can't be you're going to die. You're you're not going to be able to dodge this thing. I can dodge it better. I don't trust that if I pass this thing on, that they're gonna do a good enough job. It's very functional for me, as much as as much as it's moral. I'm not a choir boy. I got a lot of freaking, you know, problematic things when it comes to you know what I'm up to, or you know what I used to be up to, rather with you know with the nature Five of uh, passing <laughs> passing <laughs> things on. But I, I don't trust that somebody you know that the girl listen it's not a very high caliber of women who who tend to like me so i'm thinking this creature's offing them and this thing's back to me anyway and i, I just, just killed somebody petty. in the process <laughs> i trust that i can dodge this thing that's oh, yeah, that's okay. sort of my thing
0: that's it's fine why not go to a prostitute then why not go to a prostitute that's a good idea by paul and tell them and it then is- say hey now i'm going oh, to put good. it in your hands now after you have sex with these men you do what you want you can tell them before but now morally I can have a clean conscience because I've told you well, and I've passed it onto one person. Now she's going to have sex on anybody.
2: Isn't it scarier not about, having control of it, not knowing when or if
4: it'll yes, get back to you? That's my thing is I need yeah. that control. And for me, you know, Dave, you're talking, you, I, I see where you're coming from and you're coming from the moral standpoint of, well, the end justifies the means in that I get this thing away from me and it's not my, it's not my problem now. And in a way, functionally, that that separates you from the problem, and that, that there is a there is a good defense there. It's just I think my n- mistrustful nature is like no, I need to handle the defense, and maybe anybody I do have sex with in the future, I gotta kind of pull a Paul and Jay here and say, okay, we're in this together. So two defending ourselves against this creature is better than one. And that's kind of – it's kind of a tactical thing for me is what it is as much as it's moral. I hope that makes sense.
0: That is cool because one can watch – they could take sleeping shifts, I suppose. Yeah, and I'd be hitting survive.
4: up freaking Google Maps, bro, being like, "Okay, so okay, walking time, it takes X amount of time to get to this movie theater over 3 towns <laughs> over rather than the one by my house. All right, let's go see Meet Samar twice, and by the time this thing walks over here, we'll be good. We can go get a pizza and a drink next door, and then and, and then drive back to my town and the thing has to turn back." Like, so I'd be tactical in basically everything I do, <laughs> I just don't know that everybody else would, and that's kind of where passing it on blindly outside of a relationship i'd have a hard time with that that's all it is like separating myself from the problem blindly via hooker dudes on a boat as you know would 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 take too much control out of my hands and that's where i need to be i understand so so it's not moral as uh, dave as much as it's also tactical there's a blend
3: okay more importantly
1: what does davy think (laughs)
4: <laughs> Did you show a picture of a skunk? No. <laughs> so, guys, can we You're talk right. about? You know, I know we got time constraints here. Yeah, can yeah. we talk about themes? Uh, because I'm I'm so happy. You know, Dave, you didn't build on this yet, but b- both B and C have said they don't think the sort of the the STD. Um, you know, sort, sort of sort of uh, anti-sex message that some people fall on here works. And I am so with that. So let's talk about the meat on the bone here, guys, that thick and juicy thematic content. So, you know, this movie has that sort of narrative that does lend itself to any number of varying interpretations. You know, the most popular, you know, folks, is that this is an anti-sex, pro-abstinence film that is, you know, reminiscent of those eighty slashers, right, where sex equals death. It's the socially conservative idea there that has always been that characters engaging in sex, drugs, rock and roll are the ones who have to die while the morally upright, virginal final girl survives to, you know, fight another day or get killed in the sequel, right? And like you two, and D- Dave, I don't know where you land on this. I 100% disagree with that as a viable interpretation of this movie, but let, we got to steel man it. Uh, To, you know, this argument to validate it, to to validate what I'm going to say. So, you know, from a purely functional standpoint, I can see where people are coming from when they slap that interpretation onto this movie, because in the film, literally sex equals death. And when you think of the demon as a stand in for an STD and how not having sex would actually stop the spread of this thing. It's easy to see how someone could think of this as an R-rated after-school special, right? That comes out against the practice of, uh, you know, unsafe sex or premarital sex, all those things. All the pieces are there, except for one crucial piece. So let's talk about this. It undoes everything. So gentlemen, ladies, let's go. The crucial missing piece here of the anti-sex pro-abstinence argument is the way that this film, and I think B kind of touched on this earlier, it's the way this film... Which is sexuality. Earlier I stated, you know, as we all know, that the final girl in a film is often given virginal qualities, right, that stand in direct contrast to, you know, those sluts who are killed off, right? Well, the framework of this interpretation requires that the story take on a disparaging view of sex. Yet, this movie in no way, even once at any point in its runtime, is condemning consensual sexual activity. Not one time does it do that. Our final girl has sex with at least three dudes and the narrative makes not one move to shame Jay in any way for it. Her actions in this regard say nothing about her character as a person. There's a sense of, um, I guess you'd say moral neutrality with regards to sex here. It's normalized and isn't cause for alarm or denunciation. Like, that's huge. And it's the key to unlocking what's really happening here underneath this movie's skirt because there's something happening here. So does that make sense so far? Because... You know there might be no sexual stigmas going on here in the story but like it's not like there isn't baggage happening here right with these Hello? sexual encounters if you don't you know see it like try peeping this film through paul's eyes like our boys head over heels in love with jay and has to watch while she gives her body to two other dudes right in front of him basically you don't want to live this movie through paul's eyes because it's a bummer until the end but like while this film isn't damning sexual activity it's also not innocent. Like, sex is – here's what I wanted to say. You guys were asking about, okay, condom sex, same-sex, uh, you know, stuff, oral, gangbang. Look, sex is a physical contract between people that plays out in the most intimate fashion possible. And this brand of int- intimacy might just come with a price sometimes, and that price is this demon. It's this um, this immensely personal physical contract through which I think this demon passes, which is why I think it can be passed on to all the guys at the boat, at, uh, you know, at that boat at once or, you know, gay stuff or condoms or whatever, or you know, through Christian's beloved strap on method. And so I, I think when all is, is said beloved. and done and tell me if you guys agree, <laughs> tell me if you guys agree with this uh, and my, my final just thing here. I know I'm going on a monologue, but here's my final thesis statement here. Monologue. I think that this is a film <laughs> about. lingering lingering (laughs) insecurity yeah sorry about that i just have a lot to say Uh, you know (laughs) this is a a, this film is about lingering insecurity in the scheme of a sexually progressive youth culture it's pro-sex but there's still that insecurity there there's nothing here that's actually sexually regressive other than the fact that sex has baggage and can mess with even the, even the best of us at times. Hell, Dave and I had a big conversation about sex uh, uh, versus movie sex versus movie violence on one of the Watsy episodes. And Dave, we had a member, and I don't want to say who this person is, who is in a polyamorous marriage, and she and this person wrote us saying, oh, "Hey, <laughs> even whoops whoops, even this person wrote saying, you know what? There is still insecurity in that in that subculture. Sometimes there's just." Sometimes there's baggage that still comes with, even though we have open contracts. I think that's what this movie's touching on more than you know, abstinence or this is an STD. There's insecurity even as we distance ourselves from the puritanical sex culture. What, what do you guys think of that?
2: I like it. I'm I I have no issue with that take. I I'm looking at it much simpler as what's the first act that that we do in life that really identifies us as an adult and that's usually losing our virginity or having sex it's the first thing you do you know usually as a teenager young teenager older teenager whatever and and that's the first time you become an adult and become aware of like your own mortality i'm just going to stick with straightforward that that they use sex as the catalyst i love everything you just said i'm just going to look at it much simpler and just using sex as the catalyst for coming face to face with your own mortality and uh not being able to 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 outrun it it's inevitable it's certain another quote that's used that Yara talks about later on and that the, you know all the physical pain mental suffering the, 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 the one thing that's certain is that it is certain and, and that's you know death and uh, you know you become aware of that as you grow up and that first act in, in growing up and becoming an adult and becoming aware of these types of things or having sex and sex can give life and sex can also take life I guess if you look at it you know STD procreation i'm sure there's a lot there I, I don't think i have the mental capacity to deep dive as much as uh, as you but uh there's a lot of good stuff there
4: cool man that was beautiful
0: okay let me ask you a question um were you basically saying at the start of that that because of the way jay is portrayed as someone who isn't doesn't necessarily sleep around that that is why you think that this is not an anti message?
4: Yeah, this this film normalizes sexual activity and doesn't look down on it. I don't think at any point we're meant to look down on Jay or think oh my god, what a whore. This, this is it's kind of cool in that it's just like, well, this is what she's up to, but there's still baggage even if you're a sexually progressive person. There's still like I used to have this girlfriend who who was just like so just Hated my past and I didn't have half the past she had and but she was still we run into an ex-girlfriend of mine or something at the store And she's just been out of shape for the next week and it's like I know your ex-husband shut up <laughs> You know, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> right. that there's any point where this film is looking down on sex except to say Because of these intimate physical contracts that we make sometimes baggage and can sometimes come from that okay. lingering insecurity that's always following you.
0: Well, here's something. Uh, tell it. okay First of all, as far as the sex message, I never bought into it, mostly because yeah. I don't want to. But I, <laughs> but I could see somebody else watching it and taking that from it. But me, that kind of ruins the film for me if that's what it was going for. So I don't even like to think about it as I'm watching a movie or entertain it.
4: That's well, it doesn't just my... hold water
0: either. You know? so, well, hold on. Let me, let me tell yeah. you why it may. Mm, okay. Because the character of Jay whose real name is Jamie, by the way, Jamie, which I yeah. find ridiculous because I've never known a person named Jamie that goes by the name of Jay. And just to be sure, Jamie Salmon's Jay. <laughs> I asked her about it the other day. Has anybody <laughs> ever called you Jay? She said, no. I said, I didn't think so. So anyway, here here are the things about Jay that it may seem see, – I don't know. I think there's a couple scenes where she does come off as promiscuous, and I'll tell you why. There's this one – it's a real quick thing. When they're talking about how she is, they, they ask a question. They're sitting on the porch, the three of them, the other three people, you know, the main, main people. And Paul asks uh, her sister about it. And she's, uh, where is she? Oh, she's out on a date. And they go, oh, yeah? Something. And they go, they go, he said, someone new. And then he goes, oh, of course. To me, that's saying she's like a flavor of the month girl. There's always somebody new coming around. Okay? Sure. Then, then later on, there's a conversation that she has with Paul when he's trying to sleep with her. And she's not entertaining the idea, probably because she doesn't want him to be attached and she cares for him as a person and all that. But then you go, well, why did you choose Greg? And then she was like, well, we slept together in high school. It was no big deal to me. Those two statements there kind of make her seem like a little bit of a promiscuous girl. No, it, Dave, I, I'm with you on that.
4: But are we meant to see promiscuity as a morally neutral or morally you know, bad thing? And I think that's where the key is here, because I agree with everything you said. And I actually, on this fourth viewing, noticed that too. Notice th- those things you said. Uh, but if we're not meant to see her possible promiscuity as a bad thing. Now, if we are, if the film wants to push on us like, I don't know, she's a bit of a hoe bag. I don't think uh, she's a great lead character. I don't think the film does that. I think that it is treating sex neutrally. I, do, I, I agree. I, I agree with it. They're
1: not portraying her as a hoe bag quote-unquote. No. But there is mention that their family's messed up and that it's yeah. like a broken home or I guess because the, the father's dead and the no. mom seems to be working constantly or something. Because that one girl in the neighbor's house, that, the guy that she sleeps with later, says that family's so messed up. And so they're, they're, they are kind of, maybe not directly, well, no, in that case, I think directly... Kind of making it sound like it's a white trashy type thing.
4: But I don't know if that points to Jay's promiscuity specifically other than maybe baggage of the family unit itself. Like, oh my God, there used to always be arguments across the street. We've seen the cops over there before. But I don't know that that necessarily points to Jay's sexual activity as a specific thing to condescend to. Vilify The
2: cops 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 are there because Dad's on the roof exposing his bush to the neighborhood.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Christian's watering. (laughs)
0: I I think it could fit either narrative. That's what I'm trying to say. I think if you look at this movie from that standpoint and say this is saying that promiscuity is bad and these people are passing it on. So if you are someone on the other side of the fence that isn't one of us watching it saying because of those comments made, I could say, oh, see. She she she's so casual about her sex. She slept with this guy in high school. She's a flavor of the month girl. Maybe this is what happens. That's all I'm saying. I'm thinking all I'm saying is that what we are what we do see in the film. If you sure. it's like politics going into it, you're only going to believe what you how you want to interpret it. It's 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 the way it is. So I think that I appreciate the way you're coming with it and i'm saying i i I'd rather side with you but i also think that you can't tell somebody who already feels that way that this is the message because of those couple of sentences that are uttered in the movie i think they have a case that's all i'm saying for their side what they about it's all mental,
2: what about it's all mental illness dave
0: <laughs>
4: <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> no, and, and and there there is Dave, an argument to be made for that, but then they the onus of sort of the argument of responsibility for, for has to fall on them to explain why this movie is sort of treating sex in an almost yes, okay, sex might equal death in a sort of functional and physical sense in the movie, but I don't know that we're ever actually and, and I think some if somebody could argue why We aren't looking at a sexually empowering film. If they can actually say, here are the reasons why, you know, these characters are actually bad people for treating sex casually or for just even doing what kids do, then I think they would sound very out of touch like early eighties freaking, you know, Al Gore's wife or something trying to ban video nasties and shit. And I don't think anybody in this day and age is up to that.
0: Oh, I disagree. I think there are many. Okay, that
4: okay, hold on, Dave. Never mind I said that last sentence because we are in an outrage culture. But (laughs) those those outrage people on Twitter, which isn't real life, by the way, are the people who empower sex. That's at least one of their arguments they're down with. True.
2: Sex is life and life is death, and that's what it all means in the end.
4: Oh, yeah. Hell, the uh, French word for orgasm is uh, uh, petit mort, which means little death.
0: Indeed. Speaking of the end, we have to get to the end of the show because Christian has to go.
4: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Great review, guys. Man, you, th- folks, if you've ever looked down on exploding heads for, uh, you know, for any of the obvious reasons, you gotta stop. But <laughs> they're, they're they're good looking too. You guys aren't seeing what I'm seeing, man. These are handsome guys, Dave. Oh, they—they
1: they know you. that already.
4: Oh. They know that. My
0: ambition, my initial complaint of this movie was one scene. I'm going to say it quick, and I'm going to give my rating. I always give it a nine, nine and a half, not a ten, because of one reason. Because when Greg, or part of me, Hugh, which what a ridiculous name to choose if you're going to have a fake name, Hugh. Get the fuck out. I knew one Hugh in my life when when me and my brother were kids, and my little brother was used to tease him and call him Barbecue. Anyway, Barba Hugh. Anyway. And his response was, well, I'm not a barbecue, or barbecue, anyway. Um, so, Hugh, <laughs> awesome. what a dumb fake name. He drops this girl off, and I always bothered me that he kind of threw her on the ground like a sack of potatoes, like a piece of garbage, and it took off. That's just going to make his character look worse. Why do that? But then it occurred to me, he doesn't want these people to remember what he looks like, because he doesn't want to be found. So now I understand why he did that. So because of that, I finally can bring this up from a 9.5 to a 10 out of 10. I love this movie, wow. American classic. It's fucking great. It off. Ah. Nice. I uh, right. I'm almost
1: there. I, I'll, I'll go. I'll go nine and a half, which has come up significantly from the first couple of watches. Like I said, I enjoy this more each and every time. Uh, it was a great discussion. I am sorry because I am the reason why we have to cut this short because I got to get going here. Uh, but I, it was shockingly good to have Watson on. I wasn't looking forward to it, but I think you dropped some good knowledge here today, Watson. So thank you so much for joining.
2: Yeah, I've actually come up a little bit on it as well. I'm I'm right there with you, Christian. I've come up from a nine to a nine and a half. I just, again, I, it's subjective. It's my own personal feeling. I feel like the scenes where where we see it attacking Jay and you get the point of view of the friends and the hair going, it just, just takes me out of it a tiny bit. It's a subjective thing. It doesn't hurt the story in any way. It's still a fantastic movie. Nine and a half out of ten. The ambient noise in this in this movie, the soundtrack, the sound design, the setting, everything—it's all from a technical standpoint, it's perfect, and uh, from a storytelling, it's damn near perfect too.
4: Well said, man. Like you know what, this was my this is my fourth time seeing it. Favorite viewing of the film so far. When I saw it, I think I was at like the very first time in the festival run. I was at like I was like, oh, this is fine. And then the hype hit. I was like, wow, I didn't realize this was gonna be the American classic that suddenly everybody was saying it was. But hype is just its own thing. And I think I was at like a seven point five. Saw it again. I was at an eight. Saw it for the third time. I I think I went up to an eight point five. And I think you know, as we talked it out, we broke into the themes and how kind of th- th- this. This movie just has a lot of you you can apply a lot of different things to it and it can hold water in so mm-hmm. many different ways and I'm I'm up from my 8.5 to a 9 I think this is this movie just keeps getting better for me each time I watch it because there's so much thematically here to to question ethical arguments, you know, moral this is and that. And man, when a movie can get you talking like that and get you thinking about something that it, somebody could just go, I don't know, it's about somebody following somebody. I, fuck, I don't know. That's that's uh, that's an accomplishment. So I'm
2: yeah, I lo- I like that. That's perfect well said yeah. that that, it, that that's multiple interpretations hold water, which usually Again, something I'm not usually a fan of, but in this case, it works. It water. My
3: point
4: off this movie uh, is the pool scene. Yes. I will never <laughs> like it. But I, man, th- everything else though, uh, man, this is a ri- this is a movie that has rich themes, rich characters, rich filmmaking. This is good stuff. And you know, thanks thanks for having me, gentlemen, so I could come on and talk about this movie. Hall we had faith. no choice. <laughs> <laughs> i know b extended the invite and i asked Dave and C, we yeah, left yeah. you out of the equation because who gives a fuck yeah <laughs> you
2: sort of weaseled your way
4: into that sorry house. listeners <laughs> sorry. thanks
0: buddy watson you have anything you want to plug before you go
4: no i haven't podcasted <laughs> in a while i'm just chilling these days you know hopefully folks will have a watsi out for you in the next uh you know little while but you know i'm, I'm yeah. chilling just chilling with my buddies talking <laughs> movies man that's what it's about Oh, and, and by the way, Dave and folks out there, if you know horror movie podcasts, former host Jay of the Dead has his show, Considering the Cinema. Dave and I are made an appearance on that a couple months ago that is going to be, I believe, maybe the next episode of Considering the Cinema. So you can catch us mixing it up with horror movie podcasts Stone Jay of the Dead. And it was a great combo Uh, do not consider
3: consider
2: renting a room at the Zendano house because apparently he will
4: fuck you and gaslight you (laughs) (laughs) he'll show you a haunted mirror and be like yeah yeah." I'll just think about it it'll
0: cross my mind he he is on Airbnb though evil thoughts do not necessarily equal evil deeds that's all I'm saying I can't help it what
2: about Mr. Deeds or dirty yeah. deeds.
0: Dirty. I'm
1: looking forward to our take of this movie, which is Snail Trail. That's going to be our 11th film. What's <laughs> we doing? Awesome.
0: Is that Snail Trail over there saying about me? Anyway, <laughs> uh, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Next show is one we We're gonna talk it, Chapter One and Two, and the movie Host, another 2020 film. So thank you all. We love you all very, very much, Watson. We love you too. And it's always we're so glad you got to get here. short Better late than.
4: We, to- we tolerate you yeah <laughs> well, I, love, <laughs> I love you guys too
0: so, we'll see you all later goodbye Thanks. thank you peace out
4: later love tomorrow. you long time